yeah, let's yeah. do this. I'm excited, actually. I am too. I mean, especially knowing her, knowing her story from Big Brother, and then seeing her completely different edit via the challenge. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm interested in hearing her story. Um, doing a little bit more research, found out she's an entrepreneur, owns her own yeah. business. She's into like videography. She had a swimwear line. She's got like drone aircraft license. She has a bachelor's degree in broadcast production. She's a fucking gymnast. I'm like, there's a lot about this girl yeah. that I actually didn't really know. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually do think that I, 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 the gymnast thing feels very familiar. So I feel like she may have talked about that on, on BB. But, like, I didn't know about any of the other stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, and it explains the competitive nature talk that we heard on Big Brother because she didn't get... She got a little bit of an opportunity to show it off, um, but a lot of those games weren't really probably tailored to what she's good at. Yeah, exactly. But seeing what she did on the challenge definitely made me say, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no. All that talk was well well warranted. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I I definitely underestimated her coming on to the challenge, you know, like you said, kind of because of BB and, you know, everything that happened there. But yeah, not everybody gets a chance to shine in the BB house. It's, you know, it's it's I don't know. It's it's a different situation than than the challenge. So I'm really glad she ended up coming on the challenge and we got to kind of see that other side of her um, that we didn't get a chance to see on on Big Brother. So. I'm excited to talk to her, but I'm excited to just, like, learn more about her her life, too. You know, like, all the things that she's done away from the show. She Exactly. She's also, like, a huge Big Brother fanatic since she was, like, 10, 11 years old. So I'm excited to talk to her about BB because we don't really get to do, like, BB talk. Like, let's talk about, like, the greatest of all time and, like. Your favorite BB yeah, moments. We've only like, had that conversation who's your favorite, once. Yeah, like the most iconic player in BB. Like, we don't get to have those conversations very often. And, you know, it's rare that we get like a, not just a big brother player, but somebody who is like a fanatic to that degree. So I'm really excited to talk to Alyssa today. And just going based off of the exit interview, like she's just, she's a lot of fun. And she's a lot different than than I thought she would be. Like it was, it was a different kind of vibe sitting down with her than than I thought it would be. And so I'm I'm excited. Agreed. Um, I think uh, my issue with Big Brother is I typically make a snap judgment within the first episode. Sometimes it takes me till the second. Yeah. And then I realize I have a totally different set of people I like once we're about halfway through the show. Yeah. And it was my fault. I made a snap judgment based off of a stereotype of big brother players where I was like, oh, she's a pretty girl. That's not going to, you know, be much into athletics. She's going to rely on like right. relationships to get through. And, you know, everybody relies on relationships to a degree, but she really only had one or two alliance members that were really strong, which was Xavier and Christian. Right. And then Christian went pretty early. So it was I just... if she's still close to Christian. Because I'm like, why was he not called for Challenge US? Or maybe he was and he turned it down. I, I don't know. But yeah. I want to know more about that because that dude needs to be on the challenge. I heard he was called. He just didn't make it through the second casting call or something. Huh? I don't oh, fucking know. God. My thing is, is... I know they wanted to do like recent players with Big Brother, but I I wish they would have done it a, a little bit more of a spread on Challenge USA over like four Big Brother seasons instead of like let's pick 
five or six from one season and then we'll bring in one or two offhand kind of ones from different seasons yeah yeah but you know at the end of the day it's interesting that you know Alyssa went in with five different castmates she was in the big brother house with and you know regardless of you know what happened in that game uh, you still have a close relationship with them, probably. Right. Well, or at and, least to a degree. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, Alyssa was, you know, one of the casualties of the cookout, mm-hmm. you know, being Xavier's plus one, pretty much. Yep. And if I remember correctly, she went out a little bit more towards the end of the of that run of getting, you know, kind she of getting rid of the seventh. people's pairs. She was yeah. the last one before. Uh, she was she the was last right before the non-cookout member. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was kind of saying is I, I couldn't remember if she was the last one or like the second to last one. But yeah, so, you know, she so she was there. She built those relationships. You know what I mean? So and then we saw after the show ended, you know, she was still like going like touring and going on events and stuff with the cookout. So those relationships held strong. And, you know, I mean, we kind of seen her get a little bit of revenge on the Challenge USA with Xavier. Mm. And I'm sure that she had, even though we didn't necessarily see it because she wasn't a big part at that moment. But I'm sure she had she was part of, you know, all the chatter that got Tiffany sent in and ended up getting Tiffany sent home too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. She 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 got her she got a couple little hits in before she uh got sent out of Challenge USA this season. And again, last person outside of the cookout to be sent out in BB, last person to be sent out right before the final in Challenge USA. You know what I mean? So like she's got good political game. She kept herself safe on both shows, you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. And so to me, it, she's going to be I think she has a real opportunity of coming back to the flagship or really? if they do an additional season of CBS, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. I think she's got a real shot of doing multiple seasons and she's one I would love to see back. Oh, absolutely. I think she would she would do really good even in the flagship. I think you know, even though she's a little bit smaller compared to people like, let's say, Tori Deal or Cam or, you know, Jenny West, but everybody's smaller than Jenny West, even <laughs> most guys are. Um, and not like height wise, but just like strength, ability, and, strength and ability to do shit. Like yeah. Jenny's on a just on another level. But yeah, it wouldn't it be the first time we've seen a smaller statued girl in the challenge that could do really, really well. I mean, look, yeah. Evelyn was not a big girl, but she fucking murdered it. Exactly. Paula was a small girl, still won two finals, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. DM was a small girl and yeah. she, you know, granted she didn't end up becoming well, a challenge finalist, but she competed and held her own well. And like, if you look mm-hmm. at that final, she ran with CT she was kicking everybody's ass up that mountain. And the only reason she didn't make it to the top was because she had to stop and wait for her CT. Exactly. You know, so like the 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 smaller girls can do really well in the challenge because a lot of it is endurance and mindset, you know. And if you have that mindset, and we talked to Alyssa about this on the exit interview, you know, and she had said that she it's easy for her to say that she would have done great on the final of Challenge USA. But she said the main thing that makes her feel that way is because she knows that she has that no quit mindset and that heart to push through. And, you know, a lot of the time that's all you need on a show like this. 100%. And look, who knows? Maybe they do a rival season coming up next year for 39 and yeah. we get Alyssa and Xavier after what happened in USA. Yeah. Or you know what? Do like, I don't know, like 
I like this new idea of what they're doing for 38 with the rider dies. Give me Alyssa and Angela as a, as a partnership. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they would balance each other really well. Yeah. And they're really close friends now. They played the game really well together once they aligned in Challenge USA. You know, they're both from big, like, I just think that that would be an awesome because those areas where Alyssa might be weak are areas that uh, that Angela is stronger, you know, yeah. and vice versa. Like Alyssa, you know, was doing really well on puzzles and stuff. That's something she could help Angela with. And, you know, obviously Angela has that brute. Whoa. Here we go. Hi, hello. Hi. Morning. <laughs> well, I guess it's it's afternoon for you. Afternoon now. for you. <laughs> my day, maybe like an hour ago, I kind of slept in. Oh gosh, we were Don't we were worry. up late cleaning because it's the only time we get like without the kids <laughs> running around, right. and so like we pass out. I was like, oh shit, we got like four or five hours, so we have to be up and start getting ready because that's what time our four year old gets yeah. up. <laughs> so uh, we look a little busted today, but thank you for hopping on with us. I'm gonna be eating a taco bowl. Oh, I haven't eaten. Get get that food down. That sounds so yeah, good. we're not oh mad about gosh. that. Yeah, oh, not shit. at all. <laughs> shit, we might buy some stuff for food. Taco I was gonna bowls. Say, yeah, we might have taco bowls for dinner now. <laughs> so how's that? Obviously, you've been back from filming USA for a while, um, mm-hmm. but with the show just ending, how's everything going? Have you, have you been getting some positive responses from people? Yeah, I have a lot of people that were very like the team, Alyssa and Angela, like the underdogs kind of in a way. I mean, I mean, Angela's not an underdog, but like the five against two thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of great feedback from that. Um, I mean, I was so close. I was right there at the oh final. Gosh, so yeah. I'm still really, really proud of myself. Um, I'm really glad that the show airing is kind of over with. I do realize I liked the whole concept of Big Brother being filmed while you're in there and then you leave and it's done with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't stress about like an episode every week. I'm really glad that's over with. I like the during, but not the post. It's very right. Shy. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. Well, yeah, especially, yeah, like because you film it and then there's like a couple of months and then it comes out again. So it's like you have to relive everything all over again when yeah. it's airing. And you don't know how they're going to edit you and stuff. So, yeah, you know, there's live feed. So, you know, all the truth. And unfortunately, this show's only one time a week for one hour. You have to fill up as much as you can. Um, so that's like worrisome too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, and we talk about this all the time is like, that's why we like to do these interviews is because you know, you're, we get a week condensed down into an hour. We get like right. six weeks of you like, or they you're out there for what? Six to eight weeks, give or six take weeks. Yeah. six weeks. And then probably combined time of airtime of Alyssa is maybe 60 minutes through that whole time. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's not really the whole story you know what i mean yeah exactly (laughs) um well i guess i should do introductions since you know i mean we've already talked but for the listener i suppose (laughs) whatever all right all right let's see it (laughs) yeah we're we're not quite at robert downey jr's level where we'd be like you know who we are (laughs) (laughs) not quite Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. My name's Ricky Hayes. I've got my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, sitting next to me, and we're doing an episode of Challengers Unplugged. And today we are blessed to be joined by the one, the only, Alyssa Lopez. Yay! Yay! So, Alyssa, 
(laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you so much for hopping on. We've been looking forward to doing this conversation since we saw that you were going to be on this season. Because Oh, really? Yeah. So we're Big Brother fans, too. And we watched your season. And uh, how it started was I was actually a really big, I was into Big Brother a lot. She was into the challenge. And we met about seven years ago. Oh, cool. I went over to her house one night and she's like, stop talking to me i'm watching my show and i was like <laughs> what show is this and she's like the challenge i was like you mean like with Darrell and veronica she's like well that was a long time ago there's new people on here i was like oh okay yeah yeah, that makes sense and so that's how i got into the challenge i watched that season it was where johnny bananas stole the money from sarah so i got uh, hooked right away yeah and then she moved in with me and i was like have you never seen big brother before and she's I'd like never no. even heard of it before like i didn't even know it was a thing yeah. yeah so i was like oh my god it's the start of a new season you gotta watch this with me it was season 19 with paul oh, with and josh, josh and, and all that yeah and that's, it's um... Yeah, and to me, that's like one of the most entertaining seasons of Big Brother. So Might not be like the best gameplay all the way through, but it's very one of, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she got hooked right there. And then we've just kind of been going back and forth. And then here we are. So we saw the kind of we don't do the live feeds because we have kids. We can't and mm-hmm. jobs can't sit there and yeah. watch it all day. But we saw the edit yeah. you got in there. And yeah. then now seeing the edit you got through the challenge which we felt was very different it was like oh yeah we've got to talk to Alyssa and kind of see right. what we're what we're missing here and fill yeah, in the blanks fill so. in these gaps yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I, and it's funny because when I did the zing of me saying basically I'm stupid I genuinely did not get the joke because I know I'm not an idiot like that's why I was like I don't get it why yeah. is that you know and yeah. then when I got eliminated or evicted they were like it was so cute when you didn't get the joke like we put that in there and I was like that's just going to make me look worse because it looks yeah. like I don't get it. I'm stupid, but I genuinely was like, I don't get it. I'm not stupid, but it's what it is. Yeah. Look, I think Zingbot's got like a 50% accuracy yeah. rating when it comes to his Zings. Ours are so weak. Yeah. yeah. I think like one of the strongest ones was probably like season 20 was really good. And season 19 was Zingbot was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, my favorite was always, um, I think it was 16 with Zach. Oh yeah. That one was so oh, good. Gosh. That was Favorite. good. And then I liked the one. Um, I still have no idea exactly what he said because they bleeped it out, which I hate when they do that. I'm like, why are you gonna do a zing like that you have to bleep out? I don't get it. But the one with that girl Alex. Yeah, that was 19. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 19, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. But I'm like, I still don't even know what he said. Like, why would you write that joke? <laughs> They don't bleep it out for us. We hear it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. The way we usually do our Challengers Unplugged is obviously, like we said, is you're on these shows for weeks at a time. It's condensed down to like an hour of you. But we want to get kind of like behind the edit and learn more about Alyssa that we don't see on TV. Yeah. Um, And just doing some research, there's a lot of stuff I wasn't aware of. And I think it's fucking awesome because it means you have even more of a story behind you. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to start off, let's start from the beginning. Um, everything we found said you're from uh, Florida, like the Sarasota re- area. Is that correct? Yeah, born and raised Sarasota, Florida. I've never lived anywhere else other than living in these shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> living in these houses. But yeah, born and raised, um, was born maybe five minutes away. So oh, wow. nothing exciting, really. Wow, that's awesome, though. Now, I'm trying to remember, Sarasota's on uh, the west side of Florida. Is that correct? Yeah, you ever you ever hear the MTV show Siesta Key? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my town. Like those are people that I like. Like I that beach is five minutes from my house. 
Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's filmed in my town. They try to have me, they they filmed me on it before. I think they just wanted some, uh, they wanted some ethnicity in, you know, not right. just <laughs> the blonde girls walking around. But uh, <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, not, not your cup of tea. Not your type of show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the reason I was asking is because I spent a little time uh, just south of Tampa, like Cape Coral area. So oh, okay. Uh, not completely familiar with the area, but I've been there a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the other thing we saw is that, like, and we've heard you talk about it on Big Brother and in the challenge that you're super competitive, you know, like you want to win. And that was a big theme in Big Brother. Mm-hmm. I remember you were getting pissed off because yeah. you weren't winning competitions. You're like, what the fuck? So mad. <laughs> and, and because I kept getting so close, like the truth yeah. and false things, I was the last like group standing. And then the wall, I was the last girl. Oh, I was getting so mad. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that. And we're like, you know, seeing obviously 2020 hindsight now, um, seeing you on the challenge, it was like, maybe those competitions just weren't in Big Brother, weren't just tailored to what you're really good at. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I, I mean... A lot of them are kind of luck too. Like some of them are very, I don't know. They're like more like goofy kind of fun. Like I did like the one with when Brittany just destroyed me with the head one. Oh like yeah, that's that was yeah. first place in every other round of that except for that one. I literally like I think the first round like I was third, and then every other round I was first or second. And then that one I was like, if it was anything but a head turning, I would have won it. So I think a lot of them, I was close, but we, our season had really good competitors. Yes. So it was much harder. Like everyone was good at competing. There wasn't somebody yeah. that was bad. Like I think every single girl, even Whitney who left week four has won something. Right. Well, and that was what I was going to say is it took a while, but you end up getting two veto wins through the season, which is like, if I remember right, like, the season Casey one, I think she only got like three veto wins, if I remember right. Maybe, right. Yeah. maybe plus or minus. I'd have to double check. I'm not, I'm not the Rain Man by any means, so I don't know the <laughs> shit off top. But and we're missing Tony, who's our stats and info right, guy. Yeah. So I am the first person. Well, I think I haven't watched this season, but I don't know. I am the first person to win both Zingba and Otep in a single season. Oh, I don't. I, don't I haven't watched this. Season. I'm sure somebody will let us know who's listening I'm, eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, though. That's I didn't, cool. I didn't even realize that. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. Okay. That's awesome. So I, I wanted to ask, where did this competitive drive that we saw come from? Like, we saw online that it said you were in gymnastics for a while. Were you doing other sports as well? I feel like I'm competitive, but I'm not, like, really, really competitive where I need this. I'm going to be so upset if I lose. Like, when I lost with Leo, I was just like, all right, we're going to elimination. Who cares? Like, it's fun. I'm like competitive, but not compared to people on the challenge. The challenge <laughs> people are like so upset if they lose. And I'm just not like that. But I mean, I did gymnastics for 10 years. Um, oh, wow. I, put it, I, I wasn't like I made it to like level eight. I wasn't I knew I wasn't college like. Yeah. Level. So it does take a lot of time in your routine, especially like as a kid, you're doing practices four or five times a week, four hours every practice. And I had like no social life and I knew, okay, I'm not going to do this in college. I want to have a social life and have friends in high school. So I ended up quitting it, but then I got bored because I had nothing to do. <laughs> so I did cheerleading, but I, I hated it. I oh. liked the flipping and everything. Cause that's what I was doing in gymnastics, but I was that cheerleader that wasn't smiling. Oh yeah. <laughs> just pissed off. Part of it and the team spirit wasn't me. <laughs> not me. But I was super tiny, like, 
really, really tiny, like 80 pounds. I was still wearing kid size clothes in high school and I felt super insecure about it. I accidentally picked weightlifting as one of my electives. Mm. And I picked it because people said it was like study hall. Like no one really did anything in the class. And then the year that I ended up getting it, we had a whole new weightlifting coach and it was yes, sir. No, sir. No hands on your hips. No hand on your head. If you have a cramp, if you're throwing up, cause you would throw up in his class, you have to be in a squat position. So you're not missing out on the workout. Like, in oh my gosh. And I hated it at first. And then I ended up really enjoying it. And I did advanced weightlifting the next year. And now to this day, I still go to him to his weightlifting facility. That's oh, so that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. That I is- love that. He trained me before the challenge. So. Wow, that's so. <laughs> isn't that so cool? Like meeting someone like yeah. as a as a teacher in high school and then continuing that on. That's he so was cool. So intense that they like he like it didn't work out because my my like people would complain about it. I guess yeah. So he didn't want to do anymore. He ended up getting his own facility where I mean his son is a five star athlete already has about eight to ten offers for colleges and he's a sophomore. Wow, like he is so good. So he really trains really well. So I would just go in with all of his like football like guys and I would yeah, just yeah. work out with them. <laughs> but yeah, he's really awesome. He really helped me a lot before the challenge. Like well, a lot. And that's that's like actually really smart because yeah. the kind of interval training that you do for football would come in handy for like dailies and like eliminations. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you probably want to do a different type of training for the final, but like to get <laughs> you there, you know what I mean? That's yeah. actually yeah. a really smart way to look at the yeah. training and get inside. I lost a lot of weight after Big Brother, not just because of the slop that I had to do so many times, but the anxiety too. Oh, yeah. I, I looked because we don't have a full body mirror in the house. And when I got evicted, you go to the hotel room and I saw myself in a full body mirror and I looked totally different. Like even my handler, she was the same one that brought me to from Florida to LA. Mm-hmm. She was like, you got skinny. Like I was very, very, very thin. And I, I'm already thin. So yeah. yeah, I definitely had to gain some weight for sure before the challenge. Oh, I was going to say, I could only imagine like the social anxiety that just alone that you feel in there, let alone yeah. the stress of the money and then the relationships you're building. It's yeah, I, I yeah. can understand why people want to take like, you know, six months off, almost a year off after Big Brother just to kind of regain their uh, their kind of mental handle on things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's very anyone that leaves on a double eviction, like I give them so much sympathy and like because that is such a eerie feeling. You know, because you usually have a week or at least, you know, 50 percent, 50 percent chance you're going in like you're leaving. Right. Even if you get. um, Wow. Not me forgetting Big Brother terms. Even if you get backdoored, um, (laughs) you still have about four days before you leave. So you can kind of like prepare. double eviction is the weirdest feeling, especially when you're not realizing that it's six against one. And you're like, why are you guys listening to me? Yeah, You will even beat me in a final two. (laughs) What is going on? It was so weird. And I was just like, what? And you leave and you're mentally still in the game. And then everyone in production knows your name. And then you're just going to a hotel. And it was just weird. That is really weird. Because yeah, like you said, normally you have like a week to like talk to people, plan, strategize, you know, play the political side of things things but you don't get that on double effect that's yeah that would be so stressful oh god oh i couldn't imagine so that actually kind of leads me into my question uh we've saw uh, quite a few places and heard you say that you're you know a big brother super fan and so how did that start like how'd your fandom in big brother start was it your first reality tv love yeah i started watching it since i was nine years old it was like our family show 
Okay. My family, um, in general, were not that close. And back when I was nine, we were not close at all. A lot of, you know, my mom was an alcoholic. My dad was working a bunch. Me and my sister hate each other. But no matter what, if it was um, live eviction night, we were all watching Big Brother. And it was kind of like the problems of our family situation kind of went away. And yeah. we all just focused in on watching it. So when I think of, oh, what's a happy moment in my childhood? I think of Big Brother. Because that was like Aww. our family time because we never really had it. So that's when I started liking it. And I always, I was like, I'm going to be on this show. So I auditioned as soon as I turned 21. So I auditioned 20 and 21. And then I auditioned 22. I got a call back for 22. I made top 60. And before that, before COVID, you would fly out to LA and mm-hmm. like the top 60, I guess. So they gave me that information. I was going to go. And then COVID happened. Oh. And they basically were like, we're not moving forward. We don't know what we're going to do. And then they ended up doing all stars, which makes yeah. sense. It's easier. So then I was like, cause I said, if I don't get picked by my third time, I'm not going to keep trying. Like I'm over it. But I was like, okay, they didn't not pick me, you know, a whole pandemic. Right. Yeah. So then in January, I got a call. So I didn't have to audition, which was nice. I got a call and they're like, we're calling back the people that, you know, auditioned last year that made top six years. Are you still interested? And then that's when I made um, BB23. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Charm. Right? I was going to say, so what was, obviously you got to top 60. What was the auditioning process up to that point? Like, because we talked to a lot of challengers. Paperwork. Yeah, we talked to a lot of challengers like that did real world and, and road mm-hmm. rules. And I, we've never really had the opportunity. I mean, we talked to Josh, but we didn't get into his casting yeah. for Big Brother. What was that process like? I remember the first questionnaire you had to do was like a hundred questions and it wasn't like ABC questions. It was like full paragraph questions. And that questionnaire, I was like, I'm never doing this again. (laughs) That was so much work. And it's basically like they, they do the paperwork and then I don't remember fully everything. They do the paperwork and then they do a, they do a zoom call with you if they like you. Then you keep moving forward with other paperwork. If they still like you, basically the casting person pitches you. They have like four different sessions where they pitch you to the producers. Mm -hmm. If the producers say, yes, move forward or no. If you make that stage, I believe that's 60. I could be totally wrong. uh, Or top 25. I don't know. It's something like that. Then you do something else, another Zoom or something where you become top 25. The top 25 no, wait, I'm getting this so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what? Your excuse. You so went through- top 60, that's when you do your Zoom call. That's where you fly out to LA. So after okay. the pitch, you make top 60. Then you do a Zoom with like 10 producers oh, and they're wow. all so serious. And you do one, you do one interview. If they like you or they're like a maybe, you move on. If they're no, you don't. You do one more and that's like your last one. And then you find out you make 25. And then they say they're coming out to fly. They, they don't tell you you're on. They don't even tell you you're getting your key. I just know watching it. And like, yeah. I'm and if they're coming to film me, what are they going to actually spend the money to go film 25 people? No. And this is what, uh, two weeks before the show. So I'm like two more weeks, but you guys still need content. So yeah. I kind of knew at least I was an alternate. So then they come out and I knew I, I was top 25, but I knew I was at least an alternate. And then you get your key and you know, but I did. I, hear that people that were alternates knew they were alternate oh okay hear that see that's that's awesome though because i've always wondered about that key thing like because it just like it feels like staged but then at the same time like it's like sometimes it doesn't they do surprise you and i remember because i'm a super fan 
Um, we did it at my old swimwear brand's office. And they're like, we're setting something up real quick. And I was in, my best friend was there with me. And I was in my office and they were in the main area, the conference room. And I went to go out to like grab something. And they're like, oh, hold on, hold on. You can't come out yet. And I looked at my best friend. I'm like, they're hiding my fucking key. Yes. I was like, I know it. <laughs> they're hiding my fucking key right now. I know it. So I kind of had that feeling, but I didn't know you just leave right there. Like you film, you get your stuff and you leave and you go to the airport. Oh, wow. Oh. I was like, so when do I leave? They're like, your flight's at eight tonight. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got to go back. <laughs> they, do, they do let the top 25 know, like, pack and be ready by this date just in case. So yeah. I kind of was somewhat packed, but yeah, yes. it was weird. I was going to say, because, like, obviously, you know, like, you were working for, you know, you were, you owned your swimwear line at that point. But like people mm -hmm. who have just like a regular job, you know what I mean? Like that. So that's good, though, that they let you know ahead of time so you can like set that up yeah. with your job and families and stuff. That's wild. OK, so the keys are real. I didn't know that. That's no, awesome. They really do surprise <laughs> you, but I just kind of had that feeling. Like you I knew. remember like they're hiding my fucking key right now. I just had <laughs> I, you, you just had that vibe. Off that's top. so awesome. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. So, so since you mentioned it, I wanted to kind of dive into it because I we also want to talk about some of the stuff that you're working on and that, you know, you're mm -hmm. doing. And you mentioned your swimwear line and that's called Molly Bird. Is that right? Yes, I did move forward without Molly Bird. So I started it in the February before COVID. It took a while, obviously, with COVID going on. I launched it four days before I left for Big Brother. So oh, wow. I was working wow. nonstop before Big Brother. And I get off and it was hard to like adjust and go back to normal life for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was working on it. And then six months later, I go on the challenge. And then I want to keep doing these kind of shows. Um, I want to keep traveling because my childhood wasn't traveling and doing experiences like I'm doing now. So like, I kind of wanted to be selfish and choose having fun and mm -hmm. being a 26 year old and living life, then focusing on something that I'm passionate about and I'm excited about. But I almost selfishly chose myself over it. And I think also someone that's going on shows and traveling isn't somebody that really is a business owner, especially when it comes to a swimwear brand. So, yeah. cause I did like 90% of the work for it. So I just knew if I keep traveling and I keep doing these things, it's not going to get anywhere. So selfishly, I want to move past it. Mm -hmm. But on the challenge, you're able to have journals on big brother. Obviously you can't. And I started, I, I had a manager for social media. Cause when you get off big brother, I mean, I don't really think that we're famous or anyone really. I really don't believe that. So like as in as being an influencer, it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like yeah. we don't know what to do. A lot of brands are going to want to try to, you know, take advantage of us, get us for free, get us mm -hmm. for cheaper price, all this. So I started doing a lot of research on it and I realized I was getting more deals for myself than my own manager was. And I started writing down this idea. I talked to Angela, I remember, and I was like, what if I started my own agency? I have um, video production in my background. I have my bachelor's degree in it. I like content creation. I could be a manager, but also a friend. Because if you need help with editing photos, content, I can just do that for you too. Yeah. And Andrew was like, this is genius. I'll be your first client. And I was like, wait, I have friends that are influencers. It's easy to find people. Mm -hmm. It's easy to communicate with them and be open with them. And I want to have more of like a personal connection with them than my manager had with me. So I started that. 
And I started it kind of thinking about it in the challenge. And then when I left the challenge, I got the LLC. So now I have my own influencer agency that I work on. Wow. And that's, that's awesome. It's called Key Influencer, right? Agency? Key Influencer Agency. Yes. And I have about, I believe, 18 clients. A lot of them are my friends from the shows. It was kind of cool because some people would message me and be like, yo, who's your manager? And I would just send like a really ugly photo of myself. And I was like, me, motherfucker. <laughs> they're like, dang, like you're good. You know, I like when people are like, yo, like who's your manager? Because they like realize I hook it up. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, That's awesome. I love that. I really enjoy it. I like the tedious work of it. It kind of reminds me, you ever see the show Shark Tank? Yes. yes. I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. So it kind of reminds me like I'm pitching, you know, here's Derek Act. These are his niches. This is his insights. You can yes. get him for you know, like I feel like that, you know, and I'm countering. And yeah. then once you feel, yeah. Oh my God. So, That's so cool. I get that same feeling. So, uh, I'm an operations manager for like a small HVAC company here, but a lot of mm-hmm. it is dealing with like different vendors and negotiating okay. with them. And when I start negotiating, I get that same feeling. I'm like, look, yeah, I'm like, look, that's a great product and all, but that price is about 50% too high. You know, we're going to yeah. need to work on that. And <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you're like, Fun. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have that realization, you're like, holy shit, I'm an adult. Like I'm doing this shit, (laughs) but no, that's amazing. And like it, it's smart to parlay something that you're already doing. And especially in this day and age with brands, being able to contact people so easily. And then you already have your face out there because of big brother. It just makes sense. It's like a natural fit. It's yeah. It's super easy. It's something I like doing. And then when I get my friends deals with brands that they're passionate about and really enjoy, like I get excited about it. Like like, I get excited about doing it for them and like seeing them have like be happy. I got Claire this event in LA and she's like, Oh my God, I had so much fun. Like I met so many amazing people and like, she had such a great time. So like, I really enjoy that. It's, it's fun. That's so awesome. Speaking of Claire and Derek, are you going to try to catch them on amazing race? I did wait, like watch the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have never watched the amazing race. Only time I ever watched it was one episode and it was Kayla season. So when I saw Kayla, I was like, Oh, that's the girl from amazing race. But, um, (laughs) I've never watched it. So I watched it last time, last Wednesday. And I'm yeah. so excited. I'm going to watch it every single Wednesday. I just wait until I see them on the screen and then I like really focus. But it's <laughs> definitely in their ballpark, I feel like. So I'm super excited to see like how well they do because they won't tell us anything. So. Yeah. Right. Well, I saw I didn't get to catch the episode for some reason. It feels like CBS Viacom feels like Wednesday is the only day you can put out content. <laughs> so it's like Amazing Race, Survivor, like the challenge mm-hmm. documentary. I was like, how do we watch all of yeah, this? So, it was so much. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like for whatever reason, Big Wednesday brother. is the only day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've got we're, Amazing Race is on our docket, especially now with challenge usa feeling like they're casting from cbs's you know three main shows and then obviously mm-hmm. love islands on mm-hmm. its up uh, on the uptick but yeah um so it makes us want to get more into it but yeah i did want to kind of just s- kind of bullshit with you about big brother and like your thoughts on like w- what's your favorite season as a fan who's some of your favorite players um my favorite season is definitely evil dick season with his daughter I just like, like, it's more so like the fact that they were able to get all the way to the end and how excited they were. Like, I still get chills when I watch it. Like anytime people are like, oh, what season should I watch? I tell them that one. I think it's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, There's blind sides and there's drama, you know, Um, my favorite player 
not necessarily, I don't really pick my player based off of the best big brother player of all time, but just me personally, I like Jessica from season 19 because yeah. I mm-hmm. like that she didn't want to just be Paul's puppet. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, no, no, you're not going to tell me how I'm going to play a game. And everyone was just following him, like holding his hand through the whole entire thing. And I just liked how she just didn't give a fuck and just wanted to be her own player. So I've always liked her. I think I said that on my, um, like my big brother, like audition or whatever. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I fan girl over her. I think she's awesome. And the fact that they won the amazing race after right? yes. such a cool story. Well, uh, we we didn't know this. We talked to Josh Martinez, and he told us that um, him and her were actually supposed to be casted together on Vendettas for the challenge or Final Reckoning, one of the two. Uh, Yeah, I want to say it was, yeah, it might have been Final Reckoning. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she want to do it. I think she, her and Cody were having their first baby at the time or something like that. And so she wasn't able to, but I was like, holy shit, that would have been an amazing partnership. Oh, yeah. It's funny. It's just great TV. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I loved her. I loved her and Cody. I think, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think they made great, great TV um, as well. It's, um, it, it, they would have been interesting on the challenge. It, it would have been something completely different, I think, because who we saw in the Amazing Race was not who we saw in Big Brother either. No, I didn't watch the Amazing Race. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. But I just think it was a cool story how they were just like. They're like, you lost, you know, half a million dollars for some guy you just met. And then they go together and win a mill. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it's kind of wild. Like w- another success story for relationships out of Big Brother. I know there aren't like a there's a, a ton, a, a ton <laughs> but there's a few that. Not, you know, me personally, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, I wanted to ask, um, are you still close with a lot of uh, the house guests that you were you were in season with? Like, Yeah, I would say I'm probably, I'm closest still with Christian. Me and Christian talk probably every week. I'm flying out to New York um, with my best friend. He has his song release going on, so I'm actually going to go to that. We talk all the time. He's probably like the person I talk to when it comes to reality tv and the stress of it because my friends back home and even my boyfriend here like we can't relate they can't relate yeah so he's the person i feel like i can be open with i talk to him i talk to hannah all the time i have a group chat with kylan and dx um i talk to brent i catch up with brent for sure those are probably the people that i'm closest with from the cast that I talk to on like a weekly basis. Like uh, on a right yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I was going to say that's pretty cool cuz I I think Christian got uh he got cut short in the game. Yes. He could have been really um, great in BB. I know. And then oh god, I still can't get over the scene where he straightened his hair and they told him he looked like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> like I still can't get past that. <laughs> but um I heard that he was, was so he was contacted for the Challenge USA as well and it, mm-hmm. for whatever reason didn't make the casting process this yeah. season, but I think he'd be amazing oh, at, at the challenge. So good, and I think he deserves it. But I always say this: I think he deserves it out of any of our cast to be on it. I think he was the best competitor. He probably would have broke records if he stayed there. And he's super competitive, and he would just be so good. They, the MTV one, called me for the rider dies that's happening now, um, and they had a few options for me. But I was like, they were having me guess who I think it would be, and I'm like, Christian. Who else would it be? Yeah. My ride or die, like right. genuinely. And I was like trying to pitch for Christian, but uh, yeah, I, I've 
I've heard rumors about it. Obviously, nothing's true about who they were trying to partner you with. Um, because they gave me a few options. There was yeah. some that I wanted more than others. Absolutely, yeah. No. Uh, they told me like a very, very short notice. So I'm assuming that someone got out, dropped out, or something. But it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, at that point, you're doing three reality shows in almost like a one year time span. That's yeah. TJ would have been like, Alyssa, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Okay, so that's something I, I definitely want to ask is, what was it like meeting Julie for the first time? Julie was so pretty, like beautiful that I thought she was fake. Like it was so weird, especially when you go and you're like super fan. You're like, oh my God, I'm on the stage of Big Brother right now. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. she looks fake. And it's oh so creepy. Like when we cry when they leave, it genuinely feels like they're dying. I know that sounds psychotic, but when you're Aww. in the house, you think that's your life. You think... You're never leaving. I started forgetting what my family looked like, what my best friend sounded like. It was weird. Oh my! And I just rem- vividly remember when Christian left, and Julie is just like going like this to have him sit down. I'm like, yo, it looked like the Hunger Games. Uh, of her to take a seat, and the door shuts. It was it was very robotic. It was weird. Oh my! Um, but talking with her during the double when I had to sit for like commercials and stuff, she was very sweet, very nice. She, she was talking about. She's like, um. You didn't have Christian. I'd hook you up with my my nephew or my cousin or something. Like that. <laughs> Julie, I love Julie it. Yeah, you're playing Cupid. Dude, I <laughs> love it. Nice, but I would say TJ is much more personable. Is he such a, like so nice? I've I've heard he 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 doesn't get the opportunity to interact with the cast a lot, except for like obviously when filming a daily or an elimination. Yeah. But in between like takes and or him reading lines or them getting set up, I've heard that he's very personable. He'll laugh with so you guys. talkative, like talked about how he's going to follow all of us. And like if we're ever in Vegas to let him know. And he's just very like you would you don't know what to expect, especially someone that's done it that many seasons, that many years. Like he could really honestly, he could just not talk to us at all. And yeah. he was having conversations, talking with us, laughing with us like full on talking the whole entire time. We're all just waiting there. And like, we're all newbies. We're all standing there not knowing what to think, but (laughs) he was so kind, like really kind. He reached out when I was eliminated, like letting me know, like how I did a really great job and everything. So he's really cool. Well, you got like the famous like TJ sign off that not everybody gets, which is I'm sure we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll see you again in the future. Like that doesn't. I know. I was like, that's so nice. Every interview he had. Yeah. 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 And uh, what was I going to say? I think you did an amazing job. But speaking on TJ, it seemed like as viewers and longtime fans, he had a lot of fun at Mm -hmm. filming this one. On USA, way more like he it looked like he had so much fun with you guys than he normally like has like on the flagship show. Like it was so cool to see him like that. That's cool. I didn't know that. I haven't watched the the few newer seasons. I used to watch it back in high school a lot. Mm -hmm. But that's 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 like nice to know that he was like having fun because he looked like it. I think he was just laughing that we were all newbies just trying it out. <laughs> Honestly, we think like we think that's what made this season really great was the mm-hmm. fact that there were no vets in there. Like, no, this mm-hmm. is how you play the challenge. It was all people that were new, kind of mm-hmm. playing it their own way, figuring it out as they went. Yeah, but it made the season super interesting, especially with all like the back doors bringing that in from Survivor and Big Brother. Mm-hmm. It was really well well played, I think. I think I'll give the one thing I won't give production shit about is I think they planned the actual portion of the season very well. I yes. just feel like the final wasn't 
well planned out from what we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that it would be planned a little better just because of the season in general with the rules. Um, I wish they had it a little bit better, but I wasn't shocked that it wasn't. That's, (laughs) that's kind of what we've heard. Um, Yeah. But especially like, I don't know if you watched the documentary that they just put out on the challenge on MTV, but they basically, it's a lot of production talking and they're talking about how like, you know, for dailies and eliminations they are like, let's just come up with a crazy idea and we'll make it work kind of thing. And I'm like, I'm sure that worked really well in 2003, but you can't do that now. Like you have to have like you're pushing this fifth sport thing. You yeah. have to have rules and regulations set up yep. that are standard across. I mean, like, yeah. And we come from Big Brother and Survivor where like you're out there and you know all of the rules, mm-hmm. rules that you didn't even think of. They have you all can ask questions. You have to ask them in front of everyone else. So they're all answered. So like that's where what we're used to at least, yeah. and then you go in. They're like, so what if this happens? And they're like, we'll figure it out. I'm like, what? I'm about to go jump on this thing that's 30 feet above water. What do you mean you're gonna figure it out? Right. I'm so I don't know. I'm like, I I'm out. Do this again. So what can I do? <laughs> so it was a little nerve wracking for sure when it came with the rules. Oh, oh my gosh! I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was gonna say especially with shows like with. It seems like Big Brother, not so much as Julie is like a producer where Jeff is on Survivor, mm-hmm. but it feels like Big Brother, they've thought of every single infinite possibility that could happen to kind of set that out in the yes. rules. But I think that also goes along with playing a lot of the same games every single year. True. They've seen yeah. it all, right? That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and then with Survivor, like I think Tyson said it, is that, you know, Jeff is an active producer on camera. So, you know, if something goes wrong, he's taking ownership and making sure it gets fixed. And I feel like if they gave TJ, like, kind of that same open responsibility, maybe maybe some, yeah, yeah, that would Mm -hmm. alleviate some of the issues. Because especially with him being in a sport that has rules and regulations. Sorry, I'm going on a fucking tangent. It's early. (laughs) I've had too much coffee already. It's okay. No, I get it. So. I, I didn't know that you watched the challenge like growing up. Did you want to be on the challenge when you watched it as a kid? I never thought I would. I mean, I always wanted to be on Big Brother. I was like, I could see myself getting casted. I feel like I can do it. And I feel like I would be good on it. The challenge, once they started having people on Big Brother, like Big Brother going on it, I was like, oh, it's a possibility. And if it is, I would say yes. But yeah. it wasn't like, but I, I said the only two shows I would go on is Big Brother or the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that in a year I did I did both, <laughs> but and the CBS one that wasn't even an idea. We didn't know it was even the challenge until maybe a few weeks or so before they released like the, the announcement. So I didn't really know that was going to be it. So obviously, when it came to just the MTV one, I was like, yeah, I would do that one. So those were the only two I would do. I had no idea how good I would be on the challenge. Um, right, I knew, I did like it better as far as like. You don't got to worry about jury votes. You don't got to worry about the fakeness. Like if you don't like someone, I don't have to act like I do. I don't have to suck up because I need your vote in the end. And it's all about how well you can compete. You can't be mad at anyone else. So that's what I really like. I really like the concept more. Yes. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah. I I was going to say it really at the end of the day, it comes down to like you you can not like me all you want. You got to physically get me out of this fucking house. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I like that you have a chance. You know, it's almost like a battle back on Big Brother. You have a chance to come back. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I was actually gonna gonna jump back a little bit because I'm I'm interested in this. Uh, um, a, a little bit ago, you had mentioned when you were talking about your uh, management agency and stuff that you have your bachelor's in like for videography and you work in videography and all of that. We also saw that you have like your drone aircraft license and stuff. So what made you want to like get into what made you want to get your bachelor's for that and kind of go down that road? Was there like a career you were hoping when you started to turn that into and just kind of ended up in management? It was always a hobby of mine. Like I was the one that was editing videos with my friends and like, you know, back then we didn't have Premiere Pro and all this stuff. After that. <laughs> but we had like, I would record my, like the, my DVD player, like music playing by the camera and we would record it and edit it. Like I have the most embarrassing videos on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> I'm not where they are. <laughs> I can't find, I can't log into it to delete them. So they're somewhere. <laughs> um, so music videos. And I loved editing them. Like me and my friends, that's all we would do. Cause they knew I liked doing it. And I was good at it. So I always saw it as a hobby. I didn't know it could be like a career. So at first I was in like marketing, then I switched to advertising. So I was like, that's a little more creative. And then I didn't know that broadcast production was a degree. So I then switched my degree to that. And that's where they had, I went to the University of South Florida in Tampa. I would just drive there like three times a week. And they had a drone license, a drone um, class, credit class, and you can get your drone license at the end. And it was the first year they did it. So I ended up doing that. That's how I got my license for that. And I got my degree in it. And then towards the end of my college, like my, I had like a few more months, a brand called Reef and Ledge hit me up. It was a fishing apparel brand. Never mm. fished before in my life. I don't know fish. I don't know about fish. It was like a men's apparel, but they had girl, like they had women apparel too. It's actually kind of funny. Okay. Long story short. I used to work at Hooters. I was bartending there throughout college and I would do freelance work for videography. So basically I had like a little business card and I gave it to a few regulars that I could trust. Mm-hmm. And one of the regulars I gave it to, he was working at a car dealership and my old boss from Reef and Ledge came in to get a new car or something like that. And he was at, talking about how he needs a new videographer for his brand. And he's like, oh, I know one and gave him my business card. That's how the brand messaged me. Mm. And um, I went in for an interview and I got hired that day. So I was like part time. So I would film, I would go on like these huge boats with fishermen and I would just go out like miles and miles out and just film them fishing basically and edit like these really badass videos. The owner of that was who became my investor and my partner in Molly Bird. So it's like a whole... He was like, I can see you being a business owner because I started getting more responsibilities. I started being a social media manager. I started designing the woman's side of it. The woman's side was selling like so fast. So that's when I transitioned into Molly Bird. So it's like a full on like. Isn't that so like crazy? so cool. Yeah. Like how serendipitous scenes are like that. Yeah. You know, just that one regular at the bar that you're like, all right, you can have my card and it leads to this. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Don't text me, but here. (laughs) Right. Only if it's business related. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I have a question like with the like the video and the broadcast production uh, background and and degree. Would you ever look to doing like production on one of the reality TV shows like Big Brother, The Challenge Um, or something like that? Yeah, I could definitely see it. Like that's where I was kind of wanting to do was I wanted to move to a bigger city that had like big in production. I always loved doing music videos. So that was more something I enjoyed. Or doing some type of like my 
biggest goal would be doing some type of like murder mystery documentary where like mm. I produce it and like that stuff. I can sit with my glass of wine and with a smile on my face and know about how this man killed all these people. Like yes. I love the girl thing. I don't know why. Yes. I fell asleep. I fell to her asleep watch to last catching night, killers yeah. last night. So oh my God, that's so good. Or I'm a killer. I love those things. Yes. So I would love uh-huh. to produce like a murder like mystery documentary where you go and you interview the serial killers mm-hmm. oh, i would yeah. want to sit down and like really Talk like to them ah how crazy <sighs> that'd, that'd be, be nuts. so cool oh my gosh <laughs> actually that one show that's on netflix was it mind hunter i think yes. is what it's called Mindhunter. that would be someone that's interviewing them yeah. Uh, yeah, that was intense. Like oh. watching that, that was one of those. I was like, oh, I probably yeah. should put this off right before bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My heart was like sleeping soundly. I'm sleeping yeah. soundly. Yeah. yeah. Right out. I'm sitting there like, oh. freaked out. Yeah, the whole time. Um, I would go on my way to college because it was an hour drive, but I would have to leave two hours just in case of traffic or an accident or something. And I got so sick of my music listening to every day that I would listen to serial killer podcasts. So at yeah. 8 a.m., a nice coffee. I'm just learning about serial killers with a smile on my face. I don't know. Well, there was a there was a period where <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of her, but I discovered um, this girl on YouTube who does. Um, she called it murder, mystery and makeup. Her name's Bailey Sarian. And she would sit there and like do her makeup, like a makeup, you know, she would just do her makeup and she would tell you a murder mystery story while she's doing her makeup. I got so hooked on this YouTube channel and then she eventually turned it into a podcast. Now she's got like this whole like dark history, murder mystery, like podcast that she does. But it was like probably like six months straight. And that was the only thing that was on the TV. Every time he came home from work, every time we wake up in the morning, it was like Bailey Sarian. Let's watch it. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was better than pretty little liars. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it was like, she was watching it. And I was like, God, this show is so stupid. Like two weeks later, I was like, so did they find out who a is yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think it was like season four or five. I was like, if they don't fucking tell me who A is, I'm fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Right. It's enough. Yeah. It's like nine seasons of trying to figure out who A is. It's so ridiculous. A's like A turns out to be like eighteen different fucking people <laughs> through the seven seasons. But it, so bad. At least with the Bailey Sarian, like I remember, like she passed out one night, and I'm like building furniture from IKEA, which is so fucking stressful. It is, and then yeah. like, she had it on, and it just kept playing. So like I just sat there the whole time watching. I was like, actually, this, this is pretty relaxing. Pretty yeah. And then I was like, wow, she really rocks that blue eyeshadow. I was like, hold up, hold up, <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. This isn't fucking right. This isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> But if it's good if you ever get a chance to check her out, yeah. it's actually worth a watch. Yeah, she's good. She's funny too. So, um, I wanted to ask this: as far as like Big Brother, who's like your Mount Rushmore? Like, you know, top four. Like, it doesn't have to be greatest players, but like, I like to put it as like most influential players to you. I think Dan Geesling. Oh, I have to say Jessica. Still, I'm still a yeah, absolutely your fan. Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot real quick on this one. <laughs> no, and I'm like so like Big Brother has escaped my mind. It's so bad it gives me such anxiety if I think about it. Oh, well. no, well, not okay. No, okay, that's a little. I was... but, but I can't watch this season. This season, if I hear the intro music, oh, yeah. Funny. Um, probably Derek. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, and I don't know. Can I do three? 
Yeah, you can yeah, absolutely we can do, do three. three. <laughs> Paul was pretty good, but I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like he was that good because everyone else was just listening to him. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think it was that easy for him to be that good because everyone was just doing his work. I don't know how easy it was to make everyone that convinced, but I think it was easy to be the only vet coming in. Everyone's looking at you like, oh, my God, it's Paul. Yeah. I don't know. Once I got past, I'd say probably like by the time I started watching 22, I we got Paramount and I went back and watched 19 and on the rewatch. I was less impressed by it. It yeah. seemed like they purposely brought in people that weren't going to stand up to him, except for Cody and Jessica. Right. Um, yeah. But it also made me appreciate Josh's win a little bit more because I really did pay attention to that, like, jury management factor. And Yeah. All his goodbye messages. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, <laughs> was Paul. Like, I don't know what happened, man. Listen, Paul told me to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, Josh played it like he did, and that's why when we talked to him, I was like, "No, dude, you earned that win." That jury management videos were were yeah, killing that, it. Those yeah, those goodbye messages were his game. <laughs> the they whole were <laughs> pots and pans in the house. Goodbye messages yeah. really won yeah, it, right? <laughs> um, okay, so I've got to ask now, like with the challenge, um, knowing that you watched it like in high school, um. Mm-hmm. When you got the call to go on USA, did you go back and like fill in the gaps or were you still watching it throughout? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> I was very busy. Yeah. Very, very busy. Um, I was trying to focus on my training too. I was trying to force myself to finish my big brother season at the same time. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I um like Zingbot. I'm at Zingbot. Yeah. But I'm I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. But um, no, I wasn't watching it. I kind of just figured it was going to be around the same kind of thing. I didn't really want to like have too much of like what to expect or mm-hmm. what to do. I kind of wanted to go in there with no expectations. And, and honestly, I was just kind of like going in like, all right, this will be fun. I wasn't that intense or serious as far as Big Brother was like my dream. And a lot of my anxiety would happen because of that. So I think me going in, just being like, I'm going to try my best and see what happens really helped me relax and like have a more open mind with things. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Going to be more open minded going. I in. really thought my ass was leaving first. Like I was like, all right, I'll go. Why not? But I did not ever think I would get as far as they did at all. Like at all. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think you were going to be the first one out. But I didn't think you were going to be the last one out. Yeah, no, I did not think that at all. Okay, so one thing I've always kind of wondered, and with you being the last person uh, that was not in the cookout, eliminated, you Mm -hmm. came in seventh. Was it at all obvious or did anybody have an idea that the cookout was an alliance or that that Xavier, Derek, Kylan, Tiffany, uh, Hannah and Aza were all working together? I don't want to speak for other people. I had no fucking idea i'm not gonna even act like i did i had no idea they would always bicker they did it geniusly where they didn't hang out they didn't all group together hannah would say she wants this person out kyle would say he wants this person out with the people having their pawn Mm. it's like why would their alliance member put up another alliance member like i just never like when i was during that double I was like, why are you guys not listening to me? Like, I still <laughs> didn't understand it. Yeah. And I remember uh, I was so annoyed with Kylan because Kylan's like, you need to stop. It's not going to happen. You're, you're you, like, you need to basically telling me to like, just quit. And I was like, who the fuck are you? 
I'm still going to try. Like, what are you talking about? But I think he was trying to help me and make sure I don't look bad or get too upset because I'm not realizing why they're doing it. Now, looking back, that's what he was doing. I remember I was so mad at Kylan. (laughs) I was so, I was like, what is going on? I still thought about it. And then I got my goodbye messages and I was like, Oh, oh yeah now i get it but and it sucked because a lot of times again double fiction i didn't get my goodbye messages until i made it to jury everyone else got their goodbye messages before they did exit interviews right so they started getting an idea because i guess the cookout agreement was to not say anything in your goodbye messages but kylan kind of insinuated it like yeah he did or stuff so people kind of started having ideas before their exit interviews i had no idea I was still like, what's going on? So I probably looked like a fucking idiot in my press interviews, exit interviews. I I genuinely didn't know everyone else got goodbye messages. So, wow. No idea. That's wild. Yeah, it was genius. Honestly, they they did it so well. I do wish they would have said something to me when I was leaving. You know, I was the last person. They could have at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that we're all in that agreement. Like, they were worried, like, what if someone takes it wrong? What if someone's upset with what they did, what we did? You know, I could see yeah. that. I could totally see that. And on commercial break, X did come up to me and was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, no, I'm just going to practice my goodbye message. Or like, or my, my, um, my last um, speech. I'm going to yeah, practice yeah, my speech. Yeah. And I think in that moment, he was going to go and tell me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I was going to say, you guys were the, you were plus one of xavier but you guys were actually a really strong alliance from the beginning with because yeah. you guys were on the kings which mm-hmm. i i still don't know how i feel about this whole fucking team within big brother it felt really yeah, manufactured. Weird. I mean, we were really great so i loved it yeah because yeah. we kept winning so i like <laughs> you guys were the strongest team let's oh, be yeah. honest it wasn't even close no um, not even close It, it was interesting to see that and then to kind of see the inverse of what happened in challenge with, you know, you kind of basically putting X in saying, no, he's got to fucking go. <laughs> um, I, I take it that, that you guys both have kind of realized it's, it was nothing personal and hatchets buried. You guys are still close yeah. by. I know. didn't know he was that mad. I don't yeah. take this stuff personally. When I got evicted and I found out, you know, X and Hannah were the people I was closest with that lied to me the most. Mm-hmm. I still wanted them to win. I was getting so annoyed with my jury interviews because I was like, what do you guys want from me? I don't want to see X. I want X to win. I'm voting for X. Everyone else can leave other than X. Like I kept, I think, I don't know if they wanted me to be upset, mm-hmm. but I was like, I want X to win this game. So yeah. I don't take any of it personally. Um, when I did it, they showed me saying like, love you X. Cause I wanted him to know that it was not in a petty way. When I got um, eliminated, I called him my hotel and I was like, yo, what's up? You know, and he was so mad. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to be this mad. Like, are you actually taking it personally? Like, it was a game. Like, I was like, gotcha. You know, like, I'm thinking he's yeah. going to laugh at me. No, he was very upset. And then kind of questioned some certain things about me. And I was just like, you should know me. You should know who I am. You should know me, Alyssa. I'm the same Alyssa but I just got you out of the challenge. Like you, I'm still that same person. Um, and then I think he needed to like calm down a little bit. 
he ended up calling me again and we talked and we like hashed it out. And then I wanted to wait until um, that episode to like talk with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to watch it early because I went on the podcast. Yeah. With, uh, Davon and stuff. So I wa- um, I talked with him about it and we like squash and everything. We're not really close as we used to, unfortunately. I think he is like upset about it. And there's nothing I can do. Like the only thing I can do is explain like, it was not personal. This there is so much more strategic of why it was happening mm-hmm. than what the story wanted to show, obviously. Right. But we're not that close. We still hit each other up here and there. Like we'll respond to our like Instagram stories and stuff. But before the challenge, we talked like every single day. So yeah. If I knew it would ruin a friendship, I wouldn't have done it. But it sucks because. I, it was a game and I, I'm not upset with anybody for the game move out in a personal world, like in this world that we live in now, like I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, so to go back into a show six months later, I don't trust you. Right. But yeah. outside of it, I love you. So right. it does suck that um, we don't see eye to eye as far as keeping it game upset than like real life. Yeah, that's that's tough. And they they did. They edited the that episode to make it look like you were specifically after revenge because of the cookout thing. And it was it, it seemed so weird. And I even remember turning to Rick and I was like, that's so weird because she did like all these like events and all this stuff with the cookout afterward. Like and but they're making it seem like she's upset about the cookout and like holding it again. It was just such a weird edit. I don't trust you. And you got me. But I want to get you back. Like, yeah. Was- anything deeper than that every time you do your interviews you have one outfit like sam wearing this for episode one then episode two you have an uh, outfit another outfit everyone has their same outfit for these first four episodes me i'm in all these different outfits because the only clip they're taking from my interviews is me talking about revenge right it look like an obsession i even saw a clip um on the episode the trivia when shannon x drop and i'm smiling we didn't even watch their round. We were getting harnessed up. We weren't even watching their round. I'm pretty sure I smiled when I realized DX didn't lose. Mm, so yeah. I watched that and I was like, wait, we didn't even watch their rounds. And they're having me smile to make it look like I'm happy they lost. Like I wasn't even thinking about putting X in in that moment. And right. th- and so, that's why we loved doing these interviews because yeah. there's so much that is ed- edited um, yes. Like, was it uh, John A from All Stars talked about how they took an audio clip from like what? Like they took it from All Stars two and they used it in All Stars three. Oh, yeah. yeah. So apparently she says that production can and will keep like audio clips for up to like 10 years and they'll like use them where they need them. And so there was a moment in All Stars three where. They were trying to create like friction with somebody else and they had used a clip, an audio clip of her saying something from a whole different previous season. I was like, when I heard that, I was like, that is the most insane thing ever. Like you just, you never know. Like it's good TV to see me smiling that they're dropping. I get it. Like there's so many, um, there was a instance I was watching the episode early and it's like a raw cut. It's not like the full one. And I said, yeah, I'm definitely thinking about that, like getting that revenge on X, but, and then it cuts. And I was like, so clearly I was saying something after that as far as, but I want to make sure it's smart and strategic. And I was like, yeah, you guys cut me on that butt. And they were like, don't worry, we'll cut out the butt first. So it doesn't seem like you're saying butt. And I was like, that's not the the 
point. The point is yeah. I said something more, but it's good TV. I get it. It is what it is. Yeah. It's what I signed up for. I just was used to Big Brother where it was like they really can't edit things in that way because there's live feeds, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. And that's such a uh, interesting point because it's, you know, you can make anyone look like an asshole if they're giving you a five minute monologue, if you only cut and use 13 in seconds. In that interview for like hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, we've said that before. Like, I, I can't remember who we were talking to, but told him, I'm like, you know, I could as as an audio editor, because I do all the editing for the for the podcast. I'm like. I could sit here and talk to people and then I could chop up whatever they say to make them say whatever the hell I want them to say. And, you know, and like, so like we try to remind like the fans of that, that it's like, just because you're seeing it doesn't necessarily mean that that's exactly how it happened. And, you know, again, goes back to why we do these. I'm trying to have an scapegoat of, oh, I didn't say those things. Like, obviously I did. Right. But what I'm saying is that wasn't the only thing I said. It was was to it. There was more strategically what I was saying, there was buts after saying certain things because you have to answer it in complete sentences. Like, oh, are you thinking about that revenge on X? Yeah, so I'm definitely thinking about still getting revenge on X, but, you know, like they have, I'm saying more to it. So I don't want to say, oh, that I never said those things. Clearly I did, and I buy what I said, but there's more to it than just what they show in an hour. Yeah, it was, it was taken out of context. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So uh, on a lighter note of talking about editing, did TJ really say that the top two winners will be in the War of the World Challenge at every fucking daily in elimination? <laughs> Not once, did he? But it's so obvious because like, I do video editing, so I know like cuts and stuff. I can see it. And yep. it's so funny because I have us like smiling like as he's talking about it. You can hear the difference of the audio. Yeah. You know? No, he didn't say that to us. <laughs> we I, were just talking about this on our on our when we recap the final because in in the final when he's getting like explaining all the final rules to everybody, it's the only clip where you actually see TJ's face as he's talking about the War of the Worlds thing, and I'm like, that's where the audio clip came from. That he said it this one time, and they just used it throughout the whole season. every fucking episode. So yeah. weird. <laughs> It, like you knew that was that and a Kiki mention was happening every yes. single episode. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, that was awesome. That was amazing. So uh, obviously we, we had the opportunity to talk to you at the end of the season during next interviews and we had gotten some answers on questions, but I just kind of want to ask a few more in regards to it is one, if you would have been able to make the final, do you think you would have been able to do well? And also, do you know how to do Sudoku? Well, answering your second question, I do know how. I am not good at it, but I know how to play it. I started playing it more when I was in sequester for Big Brother because you're mm-hmm. stuck in a hotel room and you don't leave and all you have is coloring books and crosswords oh, and shit. stuff like that. So I did play Sudoku, 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 however you say it. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't great at it, but like I knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have been like, I'm not familiar with this. For the final, like, it's easier to just say, oh, I would do so great because I didn't do it. But I know I don't give up easily at all. If I do, it's like, okay, physically, I can't move. You know, I know the weather and the situation with that was really hard for people. I mean, pretty sure Kayla had to go in an ambulance because she had hypothermia. Yeah. Like, it was bad. Yeah. So I know I don't give up. I'm, I really push myself. I've always had a grind um, in my life. So I've never been someone to quit. Mm-hmm. So I think I would have definitely pushed myself and done well, 
as far as the point where all these people quit, I don't think it was because of Sudoku that they quit. There was more physical reasons why, unfortunately. So to that point, would I have made it to that point? I do believe I would have made it to that point at least. Right. And I know Sudoku. So it's, I don't know, like physically would I have been okay to continue? I don't know. Well, and I know we kind of touched on this and I I don't want to get you in a situation where you say something you shouldn't or you don't want to say if that is the situation and something comes out. I, we usually say this in the beginning, but I'll let you know now. Um, if if you do say something you don't want out there, just let us know. We'll we'll clip yeah. it and take it out for yeah, you. We're not, yeah, we're not trying to make fucking headline news. That's not, <laughs> not what we're here for. Um, but I I do think that watching this and then hearing what Tyson had to say, mm-hmm. um, through some of his exit interviews. Well, I don't know if it was exit press. I should say, and then yeah. kind of hearing even what like Danny said and other people have said, like. It, obviously there's half truths in everyone's story right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it does really seem like production mishandled this final in almost every way possible like they mishandled yeah. the desi and enzo situation mm-hmm. they mishandled it should have been individual as soon as ben left thank you and that was my thing they they had no plan and and no solid strategy for what they were going to do once they dq'd ben Mm -hmm. and like we've seen them in previous seasons where you know somebody gets dq'd right as the final's about to start and surprise surprise we've brought somebody back because we've already known for two days that we were going to dq him so we brought some and that was kind of our thing is we're like you guys couldn't bring david back you guys couldn't turn it into an individual final at that point and just let everybody, you know, so it was just, yeah, they didn't have a plan for, for DQing yeah. them at all. As a viewer, cause I, again, I wasn't there, so I don't want to yeah. base it off of he said, she said, but as a viewer, you see like Justine say, Oh, I timed out of something, mm-hmm. but then it was like, were people not allowed to time out in other things, but yeah, time out in things. And then, so like, I was just confused of like, I don't know. It just seemed very confusing. Like certain things you can time out. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were saying like, you didn't even see Sarah complete the Sudoku. I don't know if that's true. Um, Did she time out? Did she complete it? I don't know. Well, and and that's the thing, right? Like the inconsistencies, like, Mm -hmm. so Justine has to remember all 10 numbers on her own when she's so ridiculous. Yeah. But everybody only has to do five. And then Angela's overnight portion. I just got an argument with someone about this and they're like, well, she quit. I was like, no, no, no. She might've tried to take an easier route through it that mm-hmm. she thought was more feasible but at the end of the day production have said that they gave her two-thirds the amount so she was responsible for more weight than anybody else out there mm-hmm. she didn't and get she didn't have a partner to switch to, off with. yeah to take breaks with so she was going to work the whole time so wake up the whole enti- she's supposed to be awake the whole entire night and nobody else has to do that yeah. and that's where the rules come in like it's not like she, it, it was like a risk of her being eliminated. She, she's not, she's a very smart girl. She oh, wouldn't yeah. have done it. Yeah. You know, yeah. give her a warning or tell her, hey, if you do this, you know, but there's no rules. So we have to make up our rules on our own. Okay. Strategically, Justine got last and timed out and didn't complete her portion just exactly. ago. I'll just get last in this one. Like that was her idea. Yeah. And, and I'm sure if production would have said something, she would have just stayed out there walking one grain of sand back and forth that whole fucking mm-hmm. time to stay awake, but not physically exerted herself. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and then the same thing, like uh, the next day you can time out at that puzzle that is like the game that everybody has on their phone with the hexagon shapes, mm-hmm. but you can't time out at a Sudoku puzzle at the very next stop. It, it was weird. Like 
and they could have done it and not affected the results. Like you could have held those people long enough to let Danny, maybe not so much Sarah, but Danny was so far in the lead. It seemed like at that point that Tyson would have never caught up if he timed out. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? It yeah. just feels like it wasn't well thought. Weird, out. Yeah. Just as yeah. a viewer watching. Absolutely. Know, obviously I know stories in that and like, Obviously, yeah, I'm a little biased when it comes to Angela over Sarah. You know, I have yeah. Angela's back, but how I see it as a viewer too, it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So, well, yeah, and that's what I was saying is I, I was telling this person I was arguing with is like it doesn't matter if it was Angela, if it was Kayla, Anybody, Sarah, yeah. Justine, if it was Alyssa, if it was my mom that was there, yeah. it was unfair the way they had that yeah. set up. Point Absolutely. blank, you know. Yeah, um, I agree with that, but. I, I feel like I just went on a tangent. <laughs> yep. So I actually I had a question about kind of the difference between like being a viewer and being being there and kind of, you know, we'll we'll go off a of big brother since, you know, I know you were a big fan growing up. Sometimes like when I'm watching the challenge, it's like, oh, you know, this looks like a really fun thing to like do, but it's not entertaining to watch. Or sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be like the other way, like right, like um, like in BB the the one where you have to f- you know, slide down the slippery thing and fill the thing at the bottom, right? That's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, that one's so much fun to watch as a viewer, but I'm sure that it absolutely sucks, like competing in it and like falling on your ass all the time. So I'm just curious, what was like your favorite competition in Big Brother like to do versus what your favorite one was to watch when you were a fan? It's funny too, because that one you talked about, we realized because when you you do a questionnaire while you're in... um like quarantine mm-hmm. and so many of us said which competition are you hoping to see and we all like so many of us said that one and we didn't <laughs> get it. Uh. Um, um obviously i think my favorite is definitely otev because i mean i played in otev i won otev yes um technically kylan threw it to me but i will say every single round i was first or second like yes. i yes. i found them i don't know if i just got lucky but me and um, Kylan and Claire were talking beforehand because we didn't want one of the jokers to win it. And we're like, we'll spread out wherever we are. You stay on one side. I'll go middle. I'll go on the other side. Mm-hmm. And my side, I'm telling you, I found them so easy. Like the slime was like not to go in. I, I didn't oh. go in the slime once. I was in mulch and water the whole entire time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I found mine within like the first two or three. So that one was really fun. And the fact that I knew the answers and then what did I like as a viewer? I feel like I always like the wall or anything that is like long endurance because I mm-hmm. like to like kind of have a bet or a guess of who I think is going to win and like the yeah. waiting and the adrenaline of waiting. Oh, yeah. I always like doing I always like watching like the endurance one. I was going to say I like the wall one. Yeah. Yeah. I, the wall one's good. I always I've always thought that they could bring the one where you guys have to go up and down the hill, like on the slip and slide and yeah, fill up the we cup. Were talking about, yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like we really wanted that one. So many of us wanted it. Yeah. yeah I think they could have put they could bring that one on the challenge because it is such like an endurance. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm also very surprised <laughs> no one's like blown out an ACL doing that right. scene. There, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that one that one's crazy. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Uh I guess same question as far as like with the challenge. What was your um what was your favorite daily that you competed in? Definitely not the mini final. The mini final, I was running and I was like, I do not want to do this final. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sore. Um <laughs> like the one I had most fun was probably the Connect Four one because it was just funny. Yeah. yeah. That was probably the funniest, but I would say I feel like I don't know why, but the first one I think of is the second one where we would jump on to the buoy. 
Because mm-hmm. that was like, holy fuck, I'm like, I'm on the challenge, you know? Yeah. And I remember standing up there and I was so scared. Is that me? Or no, no, it's here. It's, it's here. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my God, it's so outside. Our son's on his tablet and it, I, whatever game, he gets really upset when he loses. Uh-huh. He's like, ah, you uh, know. Okay. So. I was worried that there was someone outside. <laughs> I was like, oh no. No, 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 you're good. I'm trying to think, but honestly, I think it's the second one because I did, I jumped on it three times and I didn't fall at all. And I think before that moment, I felt very insecure and discouraged, just like body frame of compared to the other athletes there. So I felt like I wasn't looked at in that way. And I do know once I compete in that, people were like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Like, I feel like people realize, okay, I'm not just tiny, like I'm tiny. And it's kind of strong, you know? Yeah, no. Well, and, and that's the thing. We were talking about this before you hopped on is like, even though you're like, you know, more of a petite size, um, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't really sometimes hinder people in the challenge. Like some of the great, mm-hmm. greatest women on the challenge, like Evelyn was a smaller woman, you know, yeah, same with even on Paula. That one, yeah. Even on that second yeah. challenge, like Desi fell, Sarah fell, someone else fell, like multiple people fell. And I was like, oh, okay. Isn't so bad. You know? I mean, I'm going to be honest. It was my favorite daily to talk about. Just I love the title really? of it. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's that, I'm girl. telling you, that daily is where Enzo got his fear. Really? really? I'm okay. telling you, it was, I, I wanted it to be shown on my camera, on my helmet, but I'm swimming back and Enzo will not jump. And I was like, Enzo, you need to jump. He jumps. He's on there. He, his first round, he's fine. He go because at first he's like, all right, I'm going to go first. I'm going to jump on this one. Then I'm going to jump on the second one. You stay on the first one. But I'll go first. I'm like, okay, okay. He climbs up the ladder. I climb up. I look up. He goes, yo, you go first. You go first. And I'm like, what happened to the plan? No, all right, fine. I'll go first. So I go and then he goes and I'm telling you, I'm about to climb up the ladder and he jumps down and he almost like, cause he had the pieces like this mm-hmm. and he didn't like kick his feet at all. It's almost like he was waiting to just float back up. And because oh. it was such a high drop and he's heavier, it took him a while to get back up. When he got up, I looked at him. He thought he was dying. Like he literally got up and like started breathing so heavy, oh. felt like he was like out of breath. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. You're above water. From that moment on, he was terrified. Like he didn't jump his second time until he absolutely had to. He was terrified. That's where I think it started. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because like I was talking, when we talked to him during the exit press, he was like, (laughs) like like in the swimming pool, I'm fine, but it's like open water. And I was like, yeah, above water things. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. So the height and then the depth of the water is, is what's tripping you out. And and, that moment was when it happened. That's super interesting. Yeah. That makes sense, too, because he had said something in the exit interview that I was like, because we had we were talking to him about the, you know, the one where you have to swing across on the rope to the little the container and yeah, stuff. Do it. The one he quit. Yeah. And um, he had said something. He was like, you know, I've never like fallen into deep open water like that before coming on the challenge. And he was like, so when I fall from like 40 feet into the water and I can't breathe and, you know, I can't. And I was That's- like, but you didn't, ju- you didn't f- jump. I'm, I was so confused what he was talking about because I was like, okay, so did they, did they make you jump to get down off that container or are you talking about a different challenge? And so maybe that's the one he was actually referring to. Well, that makes sense. Came out and he was like, like freaking out. I'm like, you're good. You're good. You're good. And then he would not, cause you had the, an actual rule for once you had to jump on it. You had to at least try twice. Right. Yeah. So he climb up the ladder. Like people, some people couldn't even Tasha, I thought, was like super buff. She was intimidating. She couldn't even climb up the ladder. 
Uh, oh, that's when I was like, okay, it's not all about physically looking fit. If it, you're actually fit. So I remember, cause he, she was with DX and it was, if she couldn't at least go on twice, you're DQ'd. Right. So yeah. he helped her go up the ladder. So he literally did not jump until he absolutely had to. Wow. He Oh, oh man, gosh. that's crazy. It, I feel I feel bad for Enzo. Like I mean, like don't get me wrong, he did he did Desi really dirty by yeah. quitting. Yeah. Um, but was, yeah. but he was also probably one of my favorite players through the game. Like some of the quotable <laughs> shit he said, like doo doo pies and all that. I wish they showed more of it. There was an instance where we made a fake um, survivor idol in the house. Oh shit! And it was <laughs> it was so good because he's like, I'm gonna be on Survivor. I'd be so good on Survivor. Angela made this piece of paper and like dipped it in like soy sauce or something. So it looks like that. And she had a pen and like knows how to sign it super nice. And then who was it? Was it Ben or Dom had a fake idol that he brought with him? Yeah. And we like put it like hit it by the urinals. Like we had this like let like this whole like paper and stuff. And he's like, what is this? And started freaking out. And he we were telling him, I was like, it must be because of a CBS twist. You have to bring this idol to TJ. And he was thinking about it. Like he was believing it. And then I think someone told him. But can oh you imagine if we were all on a line and then he was like, TJ? And like, I this. Oh, the letter said, the cryptic letter said, show this to TJ and find out your power. Something like that. Oh he my God. Hyped. It was so funny. Oh my god, that is hilarious! See, why don't they show us this stuff? Dude, that's that's so fun. They really and should. His bed was right next to mine, and we would <laughs> talk about the randomest stuff. Oh my god, he's so funny. Oh, oh he had gosh. me rolling. Yeah, I was gonna say like I do feel bad that you guys got I feel like gypped out of the actual challenge experience because you had to stay in like a giant warehouse with gel <laughs> beds. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. What was up with those beds? <laughs> the beds it was the fact that if it was freezing cold out because it was like winter there or something yeah we would have to have like eight different blankets there was no ac and no um heat so you would have eight blankets on you and then if it's hot you're covered in mosquitoes like i'm talking kira at one point had probably 20 mosquito bites on each arm oh like we had to your routine every night is to spray the the whole comforter with bug spray with all of us had bugs our own bug spray Spray on the bunk bread, spray bug spray all over your body, and then probably have to cover yourself because you. I would wake up with bug bites on my face. Oh my god! Oh, that's that terrible. Sucked. That that sucked. that's well, terrible. I mean, now knowing that, like you've already gotten the experience, you might as well go to Survivor. Right. right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just gotta be comfortable enough to take a shit in the ocean, and yeah. I'm golden. There you yeah, go. And yeah. Once you get that down, like because you've got slop, <laughs> so you're you're good on not eating. You yeah. know, you've gotten attacked by mosquitoes nonstop. <laughs> you know, like you're ready. It'd be pretty. It'd be better scenery. At least you'd be like in Fiji or something yeah, instead of right? like in a warehouse in Argentina. That is the nice part about survivors. They always go to like like. I always thought that would be cool, like just living on the beach and stuff, like just live there and be like on so the beach every day. Yeah, some nice ass place that the challenge has. Because I didn't pack nearly enough clothes for Big Brother. My suitcase was the smallest out of the whole entire cast. I didn't pack at all. So yeah. this one, I packed so many outfits. <laughs> I was so excited. Nope. No nope. pool. The hot tub was not hot. It was cold. Uh. Pool table was slanted. At least I had a pool table because pool was a thing I always played on Big Brother. Slanted. You would um, take off like the triangle thing and they would just all roll down. Oh, oh my shit. gosh. I have nothing. I got nothing in this house. <laughs> 
Oh my! Yeah, you really were, Jip, because like I think that's like half of the excitement for the challenges. You get to stay in this like beautiful mansion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people were going kind of crazy because they're not used to just being stuck in a house. You know? And I was like, guys, we have outdoors twenty four seven. Like, do you understand this? Like, we usually get one to two times a week. We have outdoors whenever we want. This is great. (laughs) This is a vacation. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't know that about Big Brother. I thought that the like the backyard only I originally thought the backyard only got shut down when they were like setting up like, you know, a, a competition or whatever. And then we talked to Josh and he's like, yeah, no, like majority of the time you're not allowed to go in that backyard. I'm like, that is crazy. It takes a few days because it's like the HOH is on a Thursday and then mm-hmm. veto is Saturday. So they have only a day to make the veto on Saturday and then they'll either open it Saturday night or Sunday. Yeah. So that you have it Saturday, Sunday. And then if it's a competition like the wall, they have Monday to Thursday to make it. So right. it's like a whole process. Damn. Yeah. I see. I couldn't do that. I would go so stir crazy in, in the big brother house. And that's that your laundry's in there out there. So you only have a day and a half, two days to do your, everyone's laundry and not just everyone's laundry. Like I, I would be the one to do the towels and the blankets and like get all that. So. Wow. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And that many people, especially in like the beginning of the season, like that many people to do their laundry in two days. Holy cow. That's crazy. Like, Oh my gosh. And, now I know why majority of people that are on Big Brother are like in their either early twenties or mid twenties is because like <laughs> once you hit like thirty, it's like I don't want to be near a roommate or anything like that. I need my own space, kind of thing. But right. as far as like um, friendships that you made on the challenge, like it, mm-hmm. it seems like it, obviously we talked in the next interviews that you and Tyson got pretty close after you guys got partnered. Yeah. Um, together were you guys close before that or was that kind of like the start of the friendship um i feel like we definitely were close once that we made like a money alliance when uh, me angela when me and kylan won we formed this they didn't show that in the show but we formed a money alliance tyson's talked about it where anytime someone wins we're like hey we have our money you have your money we're not going after people with money and it was mm-hmm. great because you had no other plea all i had to say is listen i have money you have yeah. money we're going after did you hear about this alliance and we would just act like we just made it up to those people so that was when like it kind of started and then once me and angela were kind of like soloed out like me, me and tyson would like when we would go out and stuff it would always be like me angela him and kylan would really and, and Derek would be the ones that were like talking hanging out um and he was very sarcastic and i think i'm like an easy one to like mess with when it comes to that yeah so i it was always fun hanging out with him and then it was mainly i think like postseason also the fact that like he was really going to bat for me when i went in you know he was like Alyssa. i'm not saying her name like he was like there's no way i'm saying your name i'm not doing it i really don't care like he would he didn't have to do that even if he knew mom was putting me in and it was really like really nice of him so i had a lot of respect for him and he was such a good all the girls say like tyson it was a really great partner he was super respectful super kind i was so nervous because when i got him he just won the last two yeah yeah it was the last two so i was already super into like intimidated and he was just so calm and collective and like hyping me up saying how great i'm doing so i always had like a lot of respect for him and then it was mainly like i think postseason so like we he'll face like when he facetime me during the interview yeah. <laughs> facetime me and like i'll call him here and there me and him and angela have a group chat so we talk basically every single day us three 
Oh, I love that. That's so cool. I think I honestly like in talking to other challengers, I think that's like one of outside of like winning the money, like one of the biggest scenes is like sometimes you actually meet some of these people and you become Mm -hmm. lifelong friends because of because of the shared interest in the show itself. Mm -hmm. That's just that's really cool. I love it. Yeah, he's like he's really, really nice, like a really good guy. He's super funny, sarcastic. Um, I talked to his wife here and there on Instagram. She's really nice. So, yeah. She is, yeah. I was going to say, as far as like your friendship with Angela, did you guys know each other before going in? Because I know sometimes at Big Brother functions, you right. get to meet people from other seasons, but, or did you guys No, I mean, meet- I knew of her, obviously, because I'm a super fan. Um, she sent me Not in Chain stuff, and I sent her Molly Bird stuff, but it mm. was never, like, I'm pretty sure it was Tyler messaged me about something I posted, like a and a saying like, yeah, I haven't watched this, my season yet. And he was like, yo, like I went through that too. Let me, a lot of alumni reach out to like, Hey, if you ever need help or ever want to talk about things, let me know. And Tyler was one of those people. And that's where I got um, their address to send her Molly Bird stuff. So like, we didn't even have a conversation at all. And then um, I met her at the airport with everyone. And it was funny because we were all like meeting everybody. She was saying hi to everyone. Then she introduced herself to me and she had something in her teeth. And I was like, you have shit in your teeth. And she was like, you're a real one because I just hugged 10 people and nobody <laughs> told me I had shit in my teeth. Yeah. Like, if I even said my name, I go, yo, you got shit in your teeth. Like, that's what I said. And then her and I sat next to each other on, on the plane and we just talked the whole time. I mean, she had a business or she has a business. I had a business at the time. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. We have a lot of like um, growing up, you know, she did gymnastics too. Um, so we kind of just clicked on that way. And then because we both won a challenge so early on, we worked together so early on. We're both from Big Brother too. Her bed was right next to mine. Uh, DX was on top of her. So we would always joke around and laugh. Um, so I think just because it was like from such an early on working together too and bonding over things is how it like kind of grew. That's that's yeah, awesome. I, I love that. It's it's really sad the way that your, your time on the challenge ended having oh, to go no. against yeah. Angela. Because I think outside of maybe Sarah, majority of the girls in the house, you would have had a real fair shot at yeah. e- at winning a pole wrestle with. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I I hate saying this, but it felt like Angela and Sarah were like at least physically heads and toes kind of above everybody else on the show. I, I was walking down there new new. I knew I was going home. That's yeah. why, like, people were like, my boyfriend was like, "You're just over there, like Angela's ready to go, and you're just smiling." And I was like, I knew I was about to get destroyed. You had the right strategy though going yeah. into it, like which was keep it close uh, yeah. and try to try to wear her out. It just didn't work, you know. I blacked out. I don't remember any of it. I remember Kayla was like. No, you did great. I mean, she picked you up and threw you down. I was like, she did? Like, yeah. I don't remember any of it. Like, I feel like, because me and Kylan would talk about a pole wrestle strategy. And I'm telling you, as soon as it started, I just like blacked out. Like, oh. I, I, I fought and, I, and I'm glad it showed that I did. But I don't think I fought as much as I wished I did because I just held on for the ride like it was literally like I just buckled in and I was just going (laughs) and I wish I did more you know kicking or pulling or like tried something but I didn't have that like fight in me really well and it doesn't help like going against like one of your friends and like the closest friend you have in the house it's hard to get like fired up for something like that yeah Yeah. and everyone knew no one was betting their money on me. Production wasn't betting their money. I wasn't betting my my money on me. <laughs> so like you already feel super discouraged. You're also upset that you're down there. And yeah. then you're against your your best friend in there who's an Olympic pole vaulter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you grip on and I have no grip. It's so it's so much thicker than I thought. And I'm like, 
dude, what am I doing? <laughs> Look, like, I'm gonna. What is this? I'm gonna be honest. You, you did much better than Kara did in one of her pole wrestles. Yes. Uh, when we get off here, I'll send you a video. She went okay. up against a okay. girl named Emily S, and she got the short end of the stick. Yeah, she got really destroyed. bad. So oh my gosh. I would love to see because yeah, I, I will say the interviews, editing it made it seem much longer. But I'm pretty sure both rounds were about 15 seconds. <laughs> I was actually going to ask if they were if they had cut it down and the the rounds were actually longer, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was so quick. It was so. Quick. So uh, one thing because it it showed that like obviously in the Big Brother house your closest alliance member was it was Xavier, but in mm-hmm. the Challenge house it really showed you and Derek, and then a little bit further in, like you said, you and Kylan working together. Um, mm-hmm. What was the feeling going having to go against Kylan in that elimination? Mm. Yeah, it sucked because the two, when they asked me, like, worst case scenario was Kylan or Angela or obviously Tyson and Sarah were partners. I was like, I do not want to go against them. Yeah. Um, so that sucked. <laughs> we were trying anything possible not to get Kylan. And we had this crazy plan beforehand because um, Leo, you know, was saying how he doesn't want to be here. So Dom wants to put Kylan in, but wants to make sure, like, obviously, whoever you throw in, you want them to go. So we had this elaborate plan that we're going to have Leo go tell Dom, like, listen, I'm really not going to try. I don't want to be here. I'm going to try my best. But honestly, I'm scared for you and Kayla to throw somebody in and they come back because I don't have that fire in me. Mm. Trying to convince that, like, Kylan's hugging Leo, like, no, man, I understand, and trying to scare off Dom. But But we we were trying anything. That's smart, though. That was super smart, yeah. Yeah. That's smart. I like that. So. I, it, let's say I, who knows what Buna Murray is going to do, but <laughs> um, let's say they're they do a challenge USA two um, after this mm-hmm. War of the Worlds or or for the flagship they reach out is is doing another season of the challenge in the books for you. I would if the timing was right. Um, as long as like with I don't know how well Key's going to be doing it. Am I going to be able to like keep moving forward with it without me here? Kind of yeah. thing. Um, so as long as like the timing is right, I definitely would like to do it again. I really enjoyed the experience. It was so much more rewarding than Big Brother. It just felt like you accomplished so much like every single day. Yeah. I liked I liked the concept more. Um, you know, I just I think like mentally I enjoyed it so much more. I don't look at it and have anxiety or fear or oh, I wasn't ever felt overwhelmed in that way. So yeah, I would do it again. I, yeah, I say all that, but I would do Big Brother again too. So I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah. Still, still on the fence on Survivor, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you guys got me convinced that maybe I would do good, but no, no, no. I think honestly, like your social game, I think your social game would yeah. play really well in in the Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think honestly, that's the biggest part of Survivor is obviously your social. I mean, oh, like, yeah. and you're competitive and physical enough that you would hold your own in the challenges. I mean, because it's not like you're doing a hall brawl in Survivor. You know, you're <laughs> you're bouncing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're like balancing on someone's shoulders, trying to get a key with a stick that's like twenty feet yeah. in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, which you've got a little bit of experience with standing on Leo. You know what right. I mean? Right. <laughs> and, that was good. Mm-hmm. But I I did want to say one last thing about the the Leo elimination was I did think it it was very 
it spoke volumes about Leo because I know the story up to that point was nobody wanted to get partnered with Leo because of his mm-hmm. ability in the water. Mm-hmm. But it, I think that was a turning point for him in the show when you guys won that to show like, you know, not only is he dedicated, but he's, he mm-hmm. can take out a big target. You guys took out, you know, arguably like my pick to who I thought was going to win. It was Kylan. Yeah. yeah. I, like I had it down to Danny and Kylan as like the guys who could win a final, but yeah. you know, so and most Kylan was a lot of people's picks. Yeah, he's great. Well, and like, you know, I've, I've talked to him a little bit just on social media and, you know, he told me like he trained his ass off for this. Like he yeah. really wanted this one bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And and hopefully he gets another opportunity. Yet. I think he, he will. I think he will. I mean, he would be perfect for the MTV one or the CBS or any spinoff they decide to do. He would <laughs> do so well in them. Like he's just good at everything. Yeah. Everything. So he would be really, he would be really good. Well, and, and, you know, like I said, we don't know what the production's going to do, but from our idea on it was the War of the Worlds 2 part or War of the Worlds part of this was that they were going to bring, like, the top five or top ten people from Challenge USA back. But, yeah. I mean, seems like quite a few people are like, no, fuck you guys, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, like, who knows what they're going to do now, but... Yeah, I, I, I don't th- know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, probably Danny and Sarah will be there, but yeah. I really have no idea, like, what they're thinking for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, gonna be crazy. It's sad because, you know, Tyson is such a good competitor, and he, he does make really... He does not want to do it. Yeah, and he, he just, doesn't. Like, and I get it. Like, he's already one survivor, and he's, you know, he's established. He's got kids, and it's gotta be tough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Fuck, man, you're, like, tailor-made. You're, like, another Wes yeah. is really what it is. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. No, that would have been awesome to see him again. But, yeah, I don't I don't expect to see Tyson no. on the challenge again. <laughs> no, not at all. I was going to ask, did you have, like, a favorite challengers when you were a fan of the show when you were younger? I always loved Leroy. I just liked him as, like, I think it was more so, like, just as a person. I feel like the people I usually like on shows aren't, like, the best competitor because that's yeah, just yeah. everyone's favorite. Yeah. But I yeah. I just always loved Le- Leroy. And I remember watching his last season. I wanted him to win so bad. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That last one. I think he got, like, second or third or something. I believe. He, he got, got third because Cam third? got second. You're right. Corey. Yeah. Cam and Corey got second. Yeah. I always, I always really liked him. Um, as far as the girls, Cam, too, I really like. Um Honestly, I'm gonna stick with Leroy and Cam. I thought Cam was really good. Like she, she people is. definitely respected her as a player, and she had a really good social game too. Her like that move she put on what was it, Vendettas? It still like sucks it, that it didn't work out. It well, didn't work it was, out because it production. Final, it was final reckoning, but yeah, yeah, production brought in mercenaries, but still, like Ugh. it was like a Big Brother Survivor style like social strategic game move in yeah. the challenge, which you never see. You know, yeah, right. it was uh, awesome, but. uh yeah, no, I, I love Leroy, too. I'm, I'm very similar. Like, Leroy's some of my amazing. favorite players aren't the best. Like, I don't get me wrong. I like Jordan. I like CT. Bananas is okay every now and then. Um, <laughs> Jordan. Jo- it, when Jordan, unfortunately, I love Josh. Josh is one of my friends. But when he beat them in that in that tug of war. Oh, my gosh. And it was sh- how he strategically did it. Like, yeah. he's a really smart guy. I like him. And I, and I saw, like, a video. Was it you guys that posted it? Or somebody posted it where... A kid saw his hand and saw that he looks like his hand is the same. And it was like, that's really cool to have. Like, kids are looking up and being like, oh, my God, he looks like me, you know? Yeah. So it's a lot of, like, you have to have a lot of confidence to go on TV. And and he kills it with that. I think that's awesome. No, agreed. And and I was going to say, like, 
my favorites are very similar to yours not like the best but like i love nelson like i think nelson yeah. has, <laughs> like he says some of the like funniest shit sometimes it's unintentional <laughs> the audacity <laughs> the audacity of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's also like a, a, a decent enough competitor but like i love i love his heart i just love nelson i yeah. think he's just such a great guy and then uh like i'd say I'll probably catch shit for this because everybody catches shit for their opinion on favorite <laughs> challengers. But like, I love Tori Deal. I think she's fucking hilarious too. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, oh, I met her. When did I meet her? I met her in Philly when Big D had her his birthday. I met her. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. Big D's. Big D's funny as shit too. Did he you is. guys see? <laughs> did you see the photo he posted uh, when Thirty Eight came out? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. I that got deleted so quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the internet never forgets let's be honest <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so um i i know we kind of touched on this so if you would have been able to do 38 your your choice would have been christian to do your ride or die with 100 percent. he would have been so great at competitions him and i know each other very well it would i think it, and, and i told i was trying to pitch them like this is great tv it's two x's together like yeah yeah who knows you know so i tried but well you never know it would have been him if now if i had to pick it'd probably be kylan which is so funny because i couldn't stand kylan on big brother (laughs) but now we talk all the time he's been such a great friend through all of this too and he's just so good at everything so i would feel confident yeah i think you guys would make a really good parent i think you and christian would make a really good parent and you never know the next season might be like battle of the exes three right you never know you never know I just think he so much. I think he'd do really yeah, good. I think he would do really well. I think Kylan, same like you said. But, you know, you never know. You might have to start some fake Twitter drama with Angela or something. So if they do a rival <laughs> season and it's same sex, you guys get hey, partnered together, right? right? Yeah. Or also start with Shan or something. Jesus. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I hate me. I've never had so much hate from someone that does not know me. That was that was wild. Wild, Like we don't typically get into like the Twitter drama and stuff, but like we were watching all that go down and we were just like, holy shit. (laughs) Not like me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a wild thing. It's like it it didn't seem like you guys were around each other that much. And you know, for this to all happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what made it pretty easy, not easy, but easier to put an X because he wasn't partnered with like I really like the Love Island girls. He wasn't partnered with Shannon. He wasn't partnered with Cache. Mm-hmm. I didn't want Ozza to go. So he wasn't partnered with Ozza or Angela or Sarah or Desi. He's partnered with Sham, who I have no relationship with before the house or in it. We barely talked. The only time we talked was when I was in power. I'm like, yeah. that's lady. Now you want to talk to me and fake cry to me about something? Yeah. None of Survivor trusted her. I guess she was kind of like, getting a little too much gameplay um, like vibe from it. So I was like, okay, her show doesn't even trust her. I have no relationship with her. This is perfect because I can put him in because whoever she's partnered with, I have no relationship with her. None. Yeah. Right. And then I found out she's even more mad than X. I was like, <laughs> wow. Whoa. Mad. Yeah. yeah. I like super mad. So yeah. as much as I like X and I think he was, I, I I was happy he was the one who won out of the cookout. I, I think he yeah. he was the one that deserved it. He played the best yeah. overall game. I agree. And and I wanted to see him go a little bit further in in the challenge. Um, 
I think it was well worth seeing David get his first win oh, in yeah. that situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what it I was mean? really, and I know how much he wanted it. And a lot of, I mean, I can even say myself, like I looked at him like, oh, he's not the best competitor here and stuff. So I know he wanted to prove himself so badly. So I know how much that meant to him. Like to yeah. win that and then win against a big brother winner just like, yeah. like a few months ago. Like it was really cool. Like he was so excited. It, it it was awesome. I think that also changed a lot of the way he looked at the game yeah. from that point on too. Is like like you said, he belonged and he could actually compete. And yeah. we talked to him a little bit, and I, was, I told him I was like, "Dude, I'd love to see you come back on." I think you got short mm-hmm. you short changed in Big Brother. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So he's a good guy. Yeah, no, he seems he's a great guy. He seems I super genuine. Oh, super I, genuine. I saw him. I went to Atlanta because my boyfriend um, at the time he was in Atlanta, so I went to Atlanta and I got to see David there. So, because that was when I first was meeting my boyfriend that's now. So I was like, David, you need to have these three days free because I'm not about to fly out and see somebody. And then he's some total creep. So you were like, yeah, <laughs> sure, you're hanging out with me these three days. Right. But you're a creep now with my boyfriend. But um, <laughs> I got to see David then. So <laughs> that's, that's awesome. so cool. I do. I love David. I think he's just he's just such a good guy and he's got such a, an, an incredible energy. So I, I love him. So, okay, I've got a hypothetical for you, Alyssa, and, and, and it's actually to get to an end goal, but let's say you're getting ready to go into a Paul Russell, not against Angela, okay? <laughs> so someone that you feel like, hey, this is going to be a really good battle, but I've got a 50-50 chance of winning this or, you know, a 60-40 chance, however you want to say it, and you're listening to a song to get you hyped up, what song is that? Um, I don't know if I have one. Um, a hyped up song. Yeah, something that, or, or like, like you're getting ready to go for a run, and you kind of want to get your heart rate going. Something that just gets you going. Or at the gym, weightlifting. You know, just something that Spotify gym list. <laughs> All right, yeah. The reason I ask is because um, we like to do promo videos um, before oh, we release it. Okay, and I want to make you one, um, but I, I want it to be your song. Like, because I'll choose something, but it'll be fucking retarded. Or, I'm sorry, I can't use that word. It'll be stupid. It'll be a stupid choice at a song I like, and it won't play well to you. So, <laughs> what about Nonstop by Drake? That's a good one. Ooh, Boom. I love, love that song. Oh, that's a good one. Like yeah. an easy one that's like to click and it get and it has a good rhythm to it when you like work out, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Look, and I'm going like to be honest, I, I will. Never say no to any song someone picks. So we've had people pick uh, I Isn't It Ironic by Alanis Morissette. So. Okay, but the best one is still Brandon Nelson who chose the Beyonce song. Oh, I Will Always Love You. That is fun. What it, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but. I'll send you a couple of them so you can see them and so see what good. it's all about. So good. Um, and then what I, what I did want to tell you is that um, obviously we're going to link uh, key influencer uh, oh, okay, yeah, for you. We'll, yeah. we'll do that. Is there any other projects that you want to talk about and let people know about or anything else that we haven't covered? No, it's really just that. And if you guys are anyone that is on my team that you wanted to interview, like, let me know, because I'm trying to help people out, get on podcasts and stuff. I have people from Big Brother, The Challenge, The Circle, Siesta Key as well. So if there's anybody that you would want to, I can always like let you guys know who's like on my team if you want any more guests. I'll let you know this right now. She's fangirling so hard over Angela. (laughs) Like, I I know they've talked a little bit. Angela will do an interview. Tyson and Angela are like, interviews, no. Right. (laughs) Try with Angela. I don't know if she would. But she's in Bali right now living her best life, so... 
I when know. Down, I will be like, so you want to do interviews? Right. <laughs> so that's one thing like, and maybe you can ha- have a little bit of insight on this. I know it's not directly about you, but would Tyler ever consider doing the challenge? I don't know. I, I think he would. I think because it, Angela had such a great experience, like how well she did and how she, I know she really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I think that if she like was like, no, like, come on, we'll do it together. Like, I think she should get him. She could get him yeah. to do it. I don't know. Like and that's what I was thinking. Like, like this current season, like a ride or die yeah. season where they could be like partners yeah. or something, you know, like that would be so cool. I would love to, I would love to watch that. You know how the internet works. I mean, there were rumors that he was contacted and turned it down and all this, but yeah. I, I can see, yeah, like you said, like him and Angela doing it together, or if he got to do like a partnership with like maybe another big brother player, mm-hmm. but yeah. The, the hardest thing with the flagship is I feel like as soon as you guys step in there, you're going to be targeted because you're a rookie or your big brother or whatever. The, the format is. has to be right. Yeah. The it's, format. It's has like to how be. Danny said. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, okay. So I've got the nonstop Drake. I'll put that together, but otherwise Alyssa, that's uh, you. You've been so open yeah. and honest with <laughs> us and taking your time with us. And God, we're so appreciative. We've had yeah. a great time. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're so typically it's a little bit of a way to get these out. Like, for instance, we we are releasing um, Sarah Rice this week, but we interviewed her like back when summer first started just because we tried oh, to do okay. two weeks in between. But because Challenge USA was so recent, we're going to bump you up and we're probably going to try to release you in about, I would say, two weeks. Within the next two weeks. Yeah. But I'll I'll stay in touch with you um, through the IG page and, and whatnot um, and let you know for sure once we get there. Um, once we get like a, a date set for sure, I'll let you know all of that. And then we'll probably tag you in like a hundred things on the day of release. No pressure to like share everything or anything. I always like to tell people that no, because I, I always like feel bad. <laughs> I'm wanting to branch out more in like PR and press for yeah. um, E. So that's why I'm having a bunch of um, people on my team doing interviews. Like I had James do one um, the other day because I want to be able to like post that on key as well. Yeah. Nice. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and yeah. I'll make sure that we tag all that too. And yeah. I mean, to be honest, Alyssa, I know we said Angela and all that, but like anybody that you're working James with, James is on our board right yeah. now. I'm looking at his name. So <laughs> anybody that you're working with, Challenge Island, um, on some interviews. So if you, Lily, yeah. if you go on the key and you look at it, it says talent on a highlight, it will see all of the people that are like on my team. So just let me know, and I can ask them if they're down. Perfect. Yeah, I, I know I'm talking to Kylan like we've been going back okay, and forth cool. for, for a while. But if you want to say, hey, I talked to him, they're not fucking crazy. That would be awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, that's what's great about it is because it's like I can just they're my friends. They're not my clients. So that's yeah. why like, I'm yeah. really doing it because it's so easy. They're going to respond to me faster than, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I don't even I don't even want to say how many times I've sent people DMs and just get and I get it, like I get it, but yeah. at the same time I'm like that Will Farrell quote from Blades of Glory, like I've won a lot of radio contests because I won't get off the phone. I'll just yep. keep messaging. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I'll be your telephone. I'll be your telephone for it. I love it. I love um, that. I'll send you those videos that we talked about, like the the other pole wrestles and oh everything. yeah, I yes. want to thank you guys. I appreciate yeah, it. Of yeah, course. Awesome. No, thank you for your time today. It was awesome to get yeah. to know you. I hope you guys have a great day. Yeah, I hope you, you do too. And honestly, we hope we get to see you back on TV yes, here soon. Absolutely, I'm my best. <laughs> All right. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much. You have a great Bye. one. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Wow, that was actually Woo. way more fun than I imagined. Like, I thought it we was. were going to have like a 45 minute conversation. It turned out to almost two hours. She was fun. She was She's great. got such an incredible energy. I really like her. And it, okay. And, and, and I couldn't quite find the words before. And I think it was like, especially like our, our exit interviews. Yes, the portion with Desi and Alyssa was like the longest portion of out of those final exit interviews because we got like almost like 20 minutes <laughs> with Desi and Alyssa when we yeah. were only really supposed to get like 10. Um, but we took 20. No. <laughs> um, but so, you know, we had that short encounter with her, but it was like, you know, we were all in the room. Desi was in the room. We were really heavily focused on just talking about like the last, you know, por- portion of Challenge USA. So it was hard for me to come up with the the verbiage that I, I wanted, but it was almost like the edit of Alyssa in Big Brother and in the challenge. She, I don't want to say like, I don't think like stuck up is the right word, but it's like they almost made her appear like she had the kind of like attitude and personality of like kind of being above other people but she's not like that at all like she is so down to earth she is so chill she is such an awesome like vibe she's got positive energy like constantly just smiling and laughing and joking like i adore this woman now like i literally adore this woman now oh yeah and i mean i do think you know and we talked to her about it but like she got very different edits in big brother than she did in the challenge Mm -hmm. and to hear like you know, obviously, she's a Big Brother super fan, so she enjoyed it. But to hear that she enjoyed doing the challenge, the filming aspect of it a lot more in yeah. the competition base made it really interesting, the kind of the dynamic behind it. Right. But with her performance, like I told her, like, I didn't expect her to make it be the first one out, but I definitely didn't expect her to be the last one out. I really want to see her come back and get another shot at this, you know, because... Like I said, she goes up against anyone else other than Angela or Sarah and that Paul Russell. She's got a 50-50 shot of coming back, in my opinion. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, know, and that's the thing. And I was thinking this while she was talking about it is, you know, she had talked about how before she went into the Challenge USA, she didn't really, you know, go back and like stress herself out with like watching a bunch of stuff and studying a bunch of stuff because she didn't want to have those like expectations of how the game should be played or whatever. Going into this, especially knowing that there wouldn't be any vets, it was all quote unquote rookies. Yeah. Um, you know, from CBS going on to play this show. But on the flip side of that, she is a long term Big Brother fanatic. So she's seen everything. So by the time she goes on Big Brother, she has all these expectations. She has an entire childhood of desire to be on this show sitting on her shoulders. So she goes into the house and there's just there's all this pressure to make it to the end and to win an HOH and win a veto and do all these things that she's wanted to do her whole life. Whereas when she went on the challenge, it wasn't necessarily like a lifelong like dream of hers where she had all this pressure on her. It was, hey, let's go have some fun. Yeah. And she did. You know what I mean? And so I think that that was a big uh, there's that's a big difference in how she you know appeared on Big Brother versus how she appeared on the challenge you know the challenge she was a lot looser had a lot more fun and was just kind of enjoying the the journey and the process whereas on big brother she had expectations for herself and she was putting herself under pressure and that combined with everything else the house and the other guests and all the you know all of that and the actual natural pressure of being on reality tv being on live feeds all of that like so i can definitely see where you know those differences kind of you know, come from as far as the two different shows and how she was 
came off on the two different shows. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting, like you said, to hear that, you know, she's a longtime BB fan, wanted to go on that show really bad, whatever. And and now she almost has like PTSD from Big Brother, but had such an amazing experience on the challenge to where she's like, you know, I love this format more. You get to fight for yourself, you know, all of this. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words, but I think you did. It's a like it job. flipped. It's like it flipped for her. And uh, I just think that that's, you know, that's it's cool. So it's weird the way things change. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also part of it is, is she probably had a much more rewarding experience on the challenge than she did on Big Brother. Yeah. You know, obviously some drama was caused because of what she did on the challenge. <laughs> but, you know, that's part of playing the game. You can't, you know, you, you can't make you know, an omelet without cracking some eggs. Right. Yeah. But I think she's like, she's really fucking level headed. She understood. She understood the game very well. She understood what she was trying to do mm-hmm. and she played it right. And look, it, to me, Alyssa is like the girl of surprise. Like I didn't, I was surprised to hear that she owned a business before she even was on big brother yeah. and that she was, you know, like, you know, a videographer. Not what is one. she like 26 and she's got a bachelor's degree, yeah. like all this stuff like that. Not what I expected. No. To, to be 100% honest, guys, when when I went on and I was like, OK, we're talking to Alyssa. Let's do some research. Let's type her name into Google and see what comes up. I was expecting like cheerleading, modeling, pageantry, like that kind of a of a vibe is what I was expecting from from Alyssa. And then it's like complete opposite. It's like these sports and she's she's into weightlifting and she does gymnastics and she's got a bachelor's degree and just like all these incredibly impressive things. And it was it was shocking to me personally, because, again, that's just not what I expected to to find when I was researching Alyssa. Yeah. And I mean, don't we're not trying to sell her short by any means. She does modeling, too. Oh, but. yeah. 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 No, no. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. I was, but no, it like, was just it was unexpected. She's, yeah. she's very well rounded. She's very much more than meets the eye. Yes. Um, and to get some insight and some behind the scenes on like, you know, what it was like being in the Big Brother house being in the challenge house, yeah. um, learning more about the mosquito and bed issues and oh the, the heating and cooling issues. Look, uh, challenge if challenge producers, Buna Murray, if you're listening, I work in HVAC. Holler at your boy. We got you. All <laughs> get right? them get them some AC, okay? Like right? but <laughs> don't do that to them. That's you know, messed up, man. I think I, and I agree with her. I, I know it's 2020 hindsight. Looking back, she didn't get to experience it. But I think, honestly, if she did make that final, she does fairly well. I don't know if she makes it through all of it. I don't know if she, you know, quits at Sudoku or she makes it past or, but I think she does well enough that, yeah, you know, we're, that we'd be like, oh, yeah, we definitely want to see her back again. Right. Um. So I really enjoyed this conversation. I really enjoyed learning more about Alyssa. It makes me even more of a fan of her and yes. root for her even more. And I can't wait to see her back. And like I told her, I hope she's back on TV soon. I same. I want to see Alyssa back. I yeah. she needs to be on TV. She needs to be on these competition shows. And I know she's got stuff going on. Her her new business with the manage like how freaking smart. How freaking smart. That is brilliant. And strike while to, the iron's hot. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm like, and just using the things that, you know, your platform and your connections to tie it together with the degree that you got from college that you didn't really know exactly what you wanted to do with it. And, you know, just for all of these things that just kind of seamlessly just just flow together. 
to create this opportunity for her. And she grabbed it and took it. And it seems like she's doing really well. She's enjoying it. She loves what she does. And that is so important. So, you know, I understand like we may not, you know, see her back on TV right away. She's working on building up this business and stuff. But dude, she's just so much fun to 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 watch. She's so much fun to and all the strategy, like hearing about some of her behind the scenes strategy that she had on the challenge that wasn't shown. You know, it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like this is the type of person that I would love to see on MTV challenge. I would love to see on you know, uh, potentially future versions of CBS challenge, whatever they decide to do, any kind of competition show. She's just, she's fun to watch. She's got a great energy. She's awesome to talk to. She's nice to fans, you know, and that's always a big thing for me is, is how these people treat the fans, how these people treat, you know, these situations like interviews and stuff. And like, she's just, she's just awesome all around. I know I'm rambling now, but I just, I'm like, I'm making up for all the, you know, critical things. No, I, I, I see. I don't think it's fair to say that I was critical. I I was just like, I think like, I think the term critical has a combination of being negative, but it doesn't critical just means I've got an eye on it and I'm not a hundred percent sure on what I see. So I'm going to question all my underestimating of Alyssa. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's just like, there's, she's just she's such an awesome person i love her and you know what on tv off tv it doesn't matter i'm rooting for Alyssa, and i really hope that no matter what she decides to do whether she moves forward in tv whether she you know makes this her last tv experience and just moves forward with this business whether she mixes it up however she decides to move forward i'm here for it i i support her and i'm definitely going to be rooting for her can i just tell you something what Feels good to be on the right train because I've been riding this fucking Alyssa train ever since she was on. Whatever. I heard she was coming on the challenge. Whatever. So you know what? Choo choo. I've always <laughs> been excited for Alyssa. Still excited for Alyssa. Let's go, baby. I don't yep. know where that I was going. It. But anyways, <laughs> guys, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. We've had an absolute blast. We hope you enjoyed this conversation conversation as much as we enjoyed having it. Yeah. For myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. Uh, the rest of the team that couldn't make it, Corey, the Raging Cajun Viator, uh, <laughs> Tony, Stats and Info, Lance, and of course, Josh, motherfucking Chambers. Mm-hmm. We all wish you the very best. We hope you're having a great day, great evening, whatever time you're listening to this. If you get a chance, rate us five stars. And once again, we want to thank you. We want to thank Alyssa for joining us. And if you guys get a chance, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss our recaps or further uh, unplugged episodes where we go beyond the edit with your favorite challengers and Big Brother and Survivor players. Once again, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.